Lucy. Lucy, this is Pete Martell. Lucy, put Harry on the horn. Sheriff, it's Pete Martell up at the mill. Um, I'm going to transfer it to the phone on the table by the red chair. The, the red chair against the wall. Uh, the little table with the lamp on it. The lamp that we moved from the corner. The black phone, not the brown phone. Morning, Pete. Harry. She's dead. Wrapped in plastic. A town where everyone knows everyone and nothing is what it seems. You're listening to TV Donut, and this week we're, we watch Twin Peaks. I'm, I'm spilling over myself here because I'm so excited. Because, uh, uh, naturally, it is your favorite show of all time. Absolutely. Hi, guys. I'm Piers Ray. Joining me, as always, the lovely Saskia Werner. How are you, Saskia? I'm great because it is also my favorite show of all time. And the slightly less happy about this, Hannah Davies, our other... Hi, everybody. How are you, Hannah? I'm... I'm hanging in there. Yes, and uh, I, I hear you like have a lot of questions. I orchestrated my own doom yes. on this one. See, and I feel I, like, like you're, you're, you're responsible for I this. I don't know why I did that. I, like, I'm, I so want to give you guys what you want, and then I regretted it immediately. Immediately. <laughs> I wish that this had not happened. It's because you're a good friend. Uh, okay, yes. so for real, legit, you both would say this is your absolute favorite television show of all all time. 100%. This is number one. This with is a better bullet. than The Wire. Yes. This is a show that well, okay, is better than don't The Sopranos. It's better than. There's a problem with that. Apples and oranges? Because The Wire, to me, is is perfect. Even the, the bad seasons are not bad, they're still perfect. Twin Peaks has storylines that are just completely beyond atrocious. Oh, yeah. Terrible. So Everybody terrible. in this show is in a different show. Everyone's acting is totally like they're in a different, like someone gave them a different script. What? It is insane. I, that's part of what I like so much about it. It's so surreal. It's so bizarre. I thought you would love it because it's so close to like, there, it's got that soap opera feel. Well, we already knew that, uh, that, that I did not, you did love, not it. love it. Yes. That you had tried many times, including when it first aired. I saw it originally, which was when? 90? 1990. 1990. It okay. aired in April, so, on April 8th, 1990. When this came out, my mom and one of her close friends, one of our neighbors, were super into it and they would get together and watch it and I would watch it too. Mm-hmm. But I was 10 years old. Right? So, right. like, first of all, they should have not let that happen. I mean, the <laughs> opening scene is, is like a dead teenage girl who's naked on the beach. And the makeup been, like, is quite creepy. Raped and murdered. Um, Wrapped in plastic. But it just always went over my head, and I always hated it. I just wished, like, we could... Back in the day, this was back in the day where, we, you know, there was one TV in the house, right? <laughs> it's like, I had no other choice but to watch this. And I did not understand what was happening, and I did not enjoy it. And then, yeah, when we went to school, you two were so pro this, and I'm so pro television. Well, interestingly enough, I had not seen this when we started school. And at this point, when I watched it, Blue Velvet was probably, well, no, it was the movie I hated the most. Yes. Couldn't stand it. Wasn't really on board with David Lynch. Uh, And Piers Ray comes along and he's like, hey, Twin Peaks, amazing, my favorite show. You have to watch it. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll give it a try. And as soon as, like... Even just five minutes into it, I was, I was in love. And then the end of the... I didn't know what I had watched when the pilot had ended. Yeah, but you I had knew, no idea. No, you had no... I had no idea. But I was so into it Part and so me, on board with 
every character we just met. Wishes that none of us had seen it. Can you imagine the oh. conversation we'd be having right now? Oh my god. If we knew nothing else about this except for these two episodes. Like, the log lady alone, who just appears briefly in one scene. Yes. Mm-hmm. And flickers the lights on and off. I don't think she even really says anything except like, shut up, shut up. Yep. Did you watch the log lady intros? Which is fine if you didn't. No, well the first time I did, when I was... Like, anyways, after you watched it, you both wouldn't shut up. And, of course, I know so many people that love this show. Again, Mm -hmm. including my mother. It's hugely popular. Um, I tried to watch it again. And I just, I think I made it to episode four. Oh, my God. You actually did. I think so. I can't honestly remember. There was stuff about the pilot, even though this is the third time I've seen it, that I didn't remember. And, but... As I was watching it, I was remembering things that were going to happen. Yeah. So I definitely watched the first couple of episodes, but yeah, I'd never seen that finale before. And being thrown in at that point, <laughs> you have absolutely no clue what's happening. No. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even even if you watch the episodes, there's things like you have no idea what's happening. Right. There's a lot of ambiguity. A, a lot, lot of, of it. surrealism. And a lot of stuff you don't find out ever. A lot of insane shots for no reason at all. Like... No reason at all. Like here's oh. a, here's thirty seconds of a ceiling fan. Yeah, this that yes. He he's, he he yeah. He sets a strange tone. It's, and it's also it's yes, about the it's, angles of it, and it's very unsettling to look at just the way it's framed. It's the tone. It's like I'm watching The Fall mixed with <laughs> Crybaby, and yeah. they're like mashed together. And those are two great things that should not be mashed together oh man i i all of this well no this we should mention you're saying is like is like a plus for me me too yeah yeah it's horror but it's also a melodrama yeah i was looking up people like somebody was writing their thesis about twin peaks Mm -hmm. and they were just asking like what people thought the genre of this was and so many people was like there there was like 10 responses like mystery horror gothic suspense like all of this stuff just so many and like in that order and there's but it's everything. Well, I, <laughs> which some might argue means it's nothing at all. Yes, I say it's just its own thing. It is which its is own what thing. There's me nothing most about like it. Show. Yeah, and, and yeah. there never will be. Which is how my mom also defended it when I complained to her about how I had to do <laughs> this again. <laughs> we have uh, mentioned David Lynch uh, several times now already. We should mention that Mark this was Frost. co-created and. Uh, Primarily run in the second season by Mark yeah. Frost. I also saw at the end of the episode that it was produced by Spelling Entertainment. So oh. did Aaron Spelling have his hands in this somehow? Because that is the weirdest thing about this, if that is the case. It, it might be a different producer it. named Spelling. It might be. <laughs> but yeah, right, Spelling sure. Entertainment, I mean, I have to assume would belong to Aaron Spelling. Well, this show, it also, it's weird. it aired on ABC. ABC. Oh, Which you wouldn't yeah, think. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Well, they, again, there was no cable back then, right? No. And again, yeah. the other thing that my mom said about this was like, there was nothing else at all like this on television. Well, I think it's often credited as being like the first first TV show that took it as ser- like not seriously as a movie, but as much. Mm-hmm. Well, it takes it's very slowly paced. Like Hannah says, they take time for those kind of just artistic shots. Okay, so much time, are... and also. Yeah. Uh, uh, 34 minutes before mm-hmm. you see Cooper FBI. Diane, 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks, five miles south of the Canadian border, 12 miles west of the state line. I've never seen so many trees in my life. As W.C. Fields would say, I'd rather be here than Philadelphia. 54 degrees on a slightly overcast day. 
weatherman said rain. You can get paid that kind of money for being wrong 60% of the time and be working. You Arguably know what's the amazing? most popular character in the show. He's, well, he's the, the main pilot, character he's the main. in the show. If this was another pilot, you two would be flipping out about that. Oh, yeah. You would think that was bullshit. And Absolutely. We were, we were talking about it. so much backstory for no reason. Again, again, we could have gotten, like, the bits It's not a backstory. It's in. all table setting. It's no, amazing exactly, how it introduces all of the they're characters. They're missing the most important parts. Like, James is, like... There's only, there's like these bikers and the mm-hmm. jocks, but only one biker goes to high school. But like, there's no establishment of like what there were. It's so, it's like the giving you information you don't place. need and not giving you any of the information that you do. It's interesting that you mentioned the bikers because, well, we talked about that. We talked about that too. The bar it's was the th- ludicrous. And it's really weird because they, they would never, never play be a listening role. to that kind of music ever. That song, no. that like, uh, the bar doesn't make song. any sense. Uh, Julie Cruz, who is like one of David Lynch's prodigies and who Freaking. does a lot of the music for it, is a very dreamy, very ethereal. Very amount of times odd. I wrote, this is ludicrous in my notes. Like, I honestly just want to literally just read these out to you verbatim because it, you would just kill yourself laughing. <laughs> there are a lot of ways we can approach this. Like, we could go through the pilot and the finale like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Like you guys said, I have 40 donut questions. Which, I am prepared to answer them all. We, I could just ask you straight up, which will basically go through the episode I, in order. I think we should give like a quick, quick outline of the pilot and the finale. All right, a little bit of background on those because just you talk guys about want them me for to second. do the synopsis. They're extremely detailed, or you guys can give a synopsis of what happens in the pilot. Up to you. Um. Uh, give give the the written. You want one, me to read it? Because okay. those are those. those I'm just warning we'll, you, it's long, and I feel like people are like, "Oh my God, Hannah, you're reading but for five we, straight We will just make row. it longer. Uh, I, know. I think I would too. Okay, well, the pilot is called Pilot again. Be- Shame. It's also called Northwest Passage because it's, it's a movie. Shame. Uh, it aired in 1990. You were right, August. Okay, the small northwest town of Twin Peaks, Washington, is shaken up when the body of the homecoming queen. Laura Palmer mm. is discovered washed up on a riverbank wrapped in plastic. FBI special agent Dale Cooper is called in after 34 minutes. Mm-hmm. When Ronette Pulaski, who attended the same high school as Laura, is found wandering on a bridge before lapsing into a coma. Does she? Never mind. Uh, Cooper believes there is a connection between Laura's death and the death of another girl named Teresa Banks that happened a year earlier. Cooper discovers a small piece of paper with the letter R on it, shoved under Laura's fingernail. He reveals to Sheriff Truman that under the nail of Teresa Banks, he found a T. There's little doubt the same killer has struck again. Meanwhile, the rebellious Audrey Horn ruins a business deal for her father, Benjamin. Twin Peaks Sheriff Harry S. Truman arrests Laura's boyfriend, Bobby, who is secretly seeing a married woman named Shelley. Laura's best friend, Donna, and secret boyfriend, James, discovers discover a oopsie that's where it ends it's so long it cuts off it just cuts <laughs> off yeah discovers a moot mutual discovers a mutual attraction between themselves they okay, realize yeah. they're attracted to each other yes uh, and they hide a little piece of i wouldn't call it evidence a piece of you know just personal they hide a, a, per, it a is personal evidence. item that could what be considered evidence. What the police think is evidence, yeah. Uh, and which is later uncovered by a mysterious hand. Gloved hand. That's so funny that the Which is also seen in a vision is so long. by Laura's mother. Oh, 
Visions are so important in this. They show. are. I really, I didn't even get that at all. What do you mean she saw that in a? She saw that hat. I mean she was. Yeah. She woke up screaming because she saw that. But how was I supposed to know that? Because they're cutting back and forth between her. I also and questioned it whether it was related to that or not, but it it is. The I language, didn't get that at all. The language of visions is. It's huge in Twin Peaks. Especially like, for Sarah Palmer. For Sarah Palmer, for the one-armed man. Like, David Lynch comes... And for, for Coop. For they Coop all, as well. They all experience these Those these are two people I have no idea who they are. Sarah Palmer, Sarah Palmer is Palmer, Laura's mother. The mother. Oh, okay. So who? she's not brown-haired Laura Palmer from the finale. No. No. That's her cousin. Maddie. Played by the same actress. Obviously. And yeah. because he loved her so much, he wanted to bring her back. David Lynch loved... or. The, yeah. Both of them loved the actress so much they wanted her that's as a, part of the cast. That's a cool thing about this show is David Lynch changed it as he went. Like he, the one-armed man who appears in the elevator in the pilot, he's standing in front of Coop and Sheriff Truman and gets out ahead of them. Stop talking, please. Didn't notice that. Okay. There will be a quiz. <laughs> okay. Yep. I am to stop talking. I'm giving okay. away too much. Yes. Now, just going to say this. We're going to try to avoid spoilers on this, even though it's almost a 30-year-old show. There's really only one thing that we don't want to talk about and that's actually who killed Laura Palmer the age old question the age old question it's the heart of the whole show ABC basically forced Lynch to answer the question early because ratings were dipping yeah and it kind of killed the show at the same time that Lynch was trying to save it in fact uh, cool so bit so it's of, revealed uh, before the final episode of it's the revealed mm-hmm. 10 episodes into the se- show into the second season it's well no the, they, they I thought it was too but they just keep going with the numbers like mm-hmm. the episodes there's 30 episodes in total oh I see and episode saying. 10 is the reveal but See, episode eight is the first season, first episode of season two. Right. So it continues. So it was, I think, ten or eleven episodes in where the audience finds out who the killer is. It would be eleven because zero. The pilot is episode zero. Yeah. It is. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. No, it isn't. It's episode one, and then they're numbered oddly. Like the third episode to air is actually episode three, two. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it is zero. It's just really weird. Something was weird with the numbering of the episodes. We don't want to discourage anyone from seeing it, because that is really what propels you through that first season. It is. Um, I was reading, uh, just just in the trivia on IMDb, but uh, that's how they sunk the show in Germany. It never took off, because the one channel that had it, their rival station, back in the days when cable, like, there were rival networks, basically just told audiences who it was. And so, people just stopped watching. How? Oh, because it was airing after it had already aired in the States? I guess so. Yes. They also filmed an alternate version of the pilot, which revealed... Okay, there's two things about the killer. And, well, I, I think we'll mention one of them is Killer Killer Bob. Killer Bob, another improvisation from the pilot. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Anyway, Killer Bob is the killer, and he's... Forget about it, but there's there's somebody else who is revealed to be. It's It's a whole complicated... Twin Peaks is a magical place. It is a magical there's place. There's a spirit realm here. There's there's another world that people cross over into or communicate with. And the, um, the forest has power. This, this spirit, is a magical world. Nothing you're saying is making me want to watch any more of this. That's it's funny because those no, I think I think the show is never going to be for you, and you'll never actually. I could pitch get you, through it. We, we could pitch Hannah this on like no, there's little there's, there's no point. I thought because maybe you like these if I watched that other... finale, I would be like, okay, no. But I'm like, who shot 
FBI. Like, I don't if, care. if the pilot doesn't bring you around to it, I think for me the pilot mm-hmm. is the probably the best thing I've ever seen on television. I loved it so much that I read the script for it and was like, baffled, and I wanted to write that pilot for my second feature just because I love it so much, and I think it's it's so perfect the way it's structured and everything about it. It's hypnotic. You can't. And, I couldn't. I can't look away. No, I me either. But, and I love just the characters, all of them, so much. I think that synopsis you read does a great job because, like you say, the pilot is the discovery of the body, and it's mostly people reacting to it. And yeah, just all the people in the town that will continue to play a role throughout the show, and that like, yeah, yeah. I have um, many complaints. <laughs> one of which this on is very page two. So many effing characters. There's a lot of characters. And that's right. only And on... there's a single, like, I think only one of them I hate and could do without. What character is oh, that? Oh, can I guess? It's going to be um, Andy or Lucy. Neither. Okay, good. Because oh. I like them. I, oh, that's good. There we go. Except for how he reacted to Andy's the Andy's amazing. Obviously. Obviously. No, he's not. He, like, ran away. No, no, no. He's... Like a puss. He's a little dumb. He's very he, dumb, he actually. He cries. At what, every why single is time. he even a cop? He cries every time why there's a dead body. Why does he find a new job? It's hard to find it in a town this small. Oh. And he, and he saved he saved Harry Truman's life. Okay, that was the my most, my most angry moment. <laughs> okay? That scene is goddamn ridiculous. He's the sheriff. Someone pulls a gun. They didn't even shoot it. Just pulls it. He flinches. He literally flinches and hides behind a door. Yes, he does. That is redonk. Then they cut back to Andy having saved the day, and Sheriff Chicken is magically right beside him, yes. two feet away from the car. That's where they were. That's... No, he was hiding behind the car. No, he was hiding cut, behind the cut, door cut, of, cut. The car. Yes. of the car. Yes. But the door was open. Watch it again. That scene is bullshit. Oh, no, 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 no. I, He's on he his way back to the car. It two feet in Boom, in a second. I watched it twice. It's... You think Andy jumps too The worst. No! The sheriff! The, here, I'll draw you a goddamn map. No, no I remember it very clearly, it. too. I re- yeah. yeah, it's... It's a total mistake, and it's ridiculous. But it's even more ridiculous that a cop, a sheriff, that's been through all this up to now, flinches at a gun being pointed at him? No, he was I had guess. his back drawn to the gun. He didn't even see the gun. He, he was dying behind the door. To it's not ca- get shot. Not, yeah, it's called moving behind cover. It's no, not hiding. Look at his face. Oh my Watch his face. He's like, oh my god, a gun. A gun. That's but he doesn't... I don't think how he people even react to having gun. guns pulled on them. Copper, no. I think he hears the gun. No, he, he doesn't hear the gun. The gun is never... Fire. No, By the way, we're, does, this is a finale yeah, You're right. He doesn't get fired. This, is, is, a, this is a finale. We should stick she to the She brought it up. I'm just saying. That scene sucks. Uh, okay, so we've got the synopsis. I'd like to hear some of Hannah's questions. Because this is going to be way... Okay. This is going to be very interesting. What yeah. could be fun is I, I'll try to answer them first. Okay. And then you can tell me what the real answer is. Okay. Some of these, as I wrote them down, I, I think I started to put the pieces together more. And fa- like the, the answers aren't given, but there's enough information to like... Okay, so here's another thing that really confused me. Mm-hmm. Leo. Yes. Leo Johnson. Leo Johnson is a truck driver and abusive husband of... Um, Shelly Johnson, Shelley the waitress Johnson. at the Double R Diner. Yes, who's having an affair with Bobby. Shelly well, is. Yes. Not, yes. Bobby is the high school boyfriend of Laura Palmer. I didn't and know. And the, uh, uh, the football 
Star player Star of the football player team, the even football though team. he's very small man. And very, very late every, very day, every time. Very slim. He's, he's a normal height. And acting like he's on another planet and using words from the 50s. Especially, both him and Mike and the pilot are way more extreme it's, than they are for the rest of the show. And they're, especially Mike They become too. incredibly likable characters. Incredibly. He actually had some of my favorite moments. Like, when he stood up and he was like, just because I miss football practice, you think I killed my girlfriend? Like, that's freaking crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, that? That character I like. I am with you. But when he's talking all like his weird jive talk and like, oh my god, he's like acting like he's in a like I said like he's in a different show. Like he's Johnny Depp in Crybaby. Like what is happening? Okay, I had no idea Leo was the same dude from the pilot. For some reason, he looked completely different in the finale. Oh. Does he look different, or was that just me? No, he's... Okay. I think... He's got the same ponytail, long hair I remembered hair him back. with the hair. But he's only in that one brief scene. Yeah, you so don't see I, don't It see wasn't until the... the end that I was like, oh, that's Leo, Leo. Okay, so did they think Leo is the killer? They know who. They... Like the, the cops. The cops. Uh, in the finale? The FBI, yes. In the finale, they... Jacques Renault. No. Yeah, Jacques Renault is their primary suspect. Okay, and he's the fat guy that says that um, that Leo is the one that did it. Yes, and but that, they know that Leo was involved right. in the crime, or at least nearby. Yes, like they know that they. Well, they they, they, they pieced together several things from the night. What they've pieced together is they know that Jock and Leo were with Laura at some point on the night she was killed. And I think they also know that, which he admits they had. He admits, and because. Because that uh, Jock and Leo are both involved in illegal activity in Twin Peaks, they immediately become the primary suspects. Gotcha. Okay, that's a finale question anyway. Sorry, but it just has to do with my number one question, which was, does Shelley's old man ever find out about her and Bobby? Which I'm going to say, obviously, that he does, because in the finale, he's saying, you killed her, it's your fault. So is mm-hmm. that what that's about? Because he finds out about the affair? Because oh, he's telling yeah. her, like, oh, I loved you, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So. And when, when Bobby comes into their house, and he's looking for Shelly, and Leo's waiting for him behind the door. Okay. So like, how does he Shelley? walk in on them? Just let me think. Let me guess. I say that he sees them, like, together, and is, like, suspicious. Because obviously he's suspicious in the pilot, because the this he, two kinds of cigarettes. Ooh, maybe he sees Bobby smoking those cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to mention that they're not very careful. Yeah, they're not really at all. That everyone in this town is cheating on their significant yes. other. Every single one of them. Yes. That's Pretty another Except, um, ludicrous a part that, about this no, universe. But, that like that's just not reality. Except, Except for, for Harry Truman. And all out Harry. in the open. Like it's um yeah, he's oh no, you're right. I was thinking of Ed. Harry Truman and Doc Haywood. And you gotta remember, this show's supposed to be soap opera. Yeah. But so, it's it's in that weird. world. Yeah, that's true. It makes sense. They do. Okay. That's why they have that soap opera on the TV in all the episodes that mirrors, like they reuse a lot of the same actors as a show within the show. Mm-hmm. But uh, when Leo gets shot in the finale, he's... Yeah, that was fucking weird too. Watching yeah, another is. guy get shot on TV. Which has been playing throughout the whole season <laughs> with like little subplots that kind of match what's uh, happening in the real world. Okay. Play on the same actors from the show. I didn't know that. Yeah, so might, That might be one of my questions. Okay, who called Laura the night she died? So her mom says she got a call, phone rang once after she went to bed. Do we ever find out who that was? Like mm-hmm. it could be... Okay, so um, I'm going to guess it was... James, because James does say he he was with her that night. True or false? Uh, 
I can't remember for sure. I think it, it may have been Donna. It doesn't end up being... A lot of those little mysteries tend to have very mundane... Expo- like They all add up to be a, a strange chain of events. But it's like one little sort of normal thing. One, one little odd thing off here and there. Laura's Last Night Alive is... A, the, it's crazy. It's actually detailed in the film Fire Walk With Me. It's a prequel to the show, right. not a sequel. Yes. And well, yeah, it shows you everything that happened leading up to like it starts a year before with the Teresa Banks murder. Oh. So okay. from the beginning, you know who the killer is in the movie because you, you you're supposed to have watched the show before right. the movie because mm-hmm. the movie yeah the movie is a is a prequel film. The movie is dark. It is dark it and is dark as hell. You would not like it, Hannah. No. Do not watch. Do not no, it's watch. even crazier. Like that movie makes even less sense than the show does because it focuses a lot on also the. Yeah, crazy people. Well, he, yeah, he suggests a lot of stuff. That's what I like about the show. It's very open to interpretation. There's a lot of ambiguity, which I know some people don't like. Yeah, that's not my issue with it. It's mostly tonal. The music is... Oh, the music. I know, like, that's Phenomenal. one of the things you guys love about it, but it's like every time there's a dramatic emotional moment... Again, this I, might, I have the same problem with this as I do with like 24 and Mm -hmm. lost is that like in reality this is a horrifying situation that would change a town like this and it would be so interesting to watch that and then they uh, over every murder over yeah losing a teenage girl and and the serial killer coming in and and everyone is suspecting each other Mm -hmm. because it's such a small close like fbi says right to them it's probably someone you know and Mm -hmm. all the murders happen after dark like he's purposely riling everybody up and and instead, it's like anytime Ray Wise, who was like a god, the greatest, is thing sobbing, ever. you get this wah 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 wah, and it's the same cue every time. Like yeah. it's, ugh, it's the they worst. Have their the first time you see it, you start you think you're going crazy, I but it's hate uh, it. it's Angelo Badalamente's soundtrack. It's, it's just it's, uh, again, it's not the synth. music. It's that yeah. the things don't go together. He keeps trying to mash them together, and it's just like. See, I like... It and the music influences out. your emotions so much how you feel about it. And it, it like It me creates... But again, like, I cried several times in this pilot. Like, tears. Because the, really? this is very upsetting. Like, the, the emotions mom are is just, like, devastating. It's like... I get that. It's, that is, like, the most emotionally impressive scene But then Bobby me. comes along and he's like, wah, 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 like a fucking cartoon. <laughs> that's like, it takes me so out of it. That's what, that's my problem with it. And you get the music when okay. Audrey is um, yeah. talking about her her dead friend that washed up to the Norwegians. Excuse me, is there something wrong, young pretty girl? He found my friend Laura lying face down on a rocky beach. Completely naked. She'd been murdered. And yes. that music in there, it's it's, it's so great. It's nuts. 
Mm-hmm. And it's the quite way this, she like, treats that lady. Like I was like, is that her mother that she's like shitting on? No, just some just employee. Someone who works at. Like, she's just a brat. You were Audrey saying Horn that Audrey how that she's extremely childish in this pilot would take that from a kid. Exactly. Also, she looks thirty. She looks mm-hmm. thirty years old. She looks much older. That haircut also. I can just keep coming again. Confirm. All the girls. She's like, my favorite. What decade is this? And these outfits that they're wearing. Oh well, I mean. Because it's Lynch, and he's so heavily inspired by classic Hollywood. But I'm just he, again, he just goes for pure style. Here's the my problem: I have super logic brain, so mm-hmm. anything that goes off the logic train like hits for me, and I'm like, it takes me out of the story. And that again, it's stuff like that, like the music, the outfits, the like the choice of dialogue, and even like the way it's delivered. It's a totally stylistic this story. This could be yes, so is. great. And it's so like, it's just like him, like, oh, excuse me, but like literally like jerking off on the canvas. Like, oh, I like this and I like this and this girl's hot. So I'll put her over here. It's like, ugh. I, I, don't, I can't even respond yeah, to that. That's, uh, okay. that's, a, that's a rough interpretation. Question uh, number three of 40. All right. Oh, man. Okay. Do we ever meet Diane? Side question. Does he ever tell her anything useful to the audience? Because... Oh. As far as I can tell, everything he says into that microphone is, like, useless information. Like, it doesn't move the story. Like, sometimes it's jokes, which is great. I'm all for jokes. But it's, like, he's just, like, saying where he is, what time it is. Like, what stuff we're seeing. Yeah, it's so char- but it's character building. It's showing I'm his not, focus. Yeah, not against it. Yeah. I'm just saying it could be used for, like, they constantly repeat information on this show. Mm-hmm. Like, Again, a thing we are taught to never do. Like, you don't go scene to scene explaining the same news to a new character. Never do you do that. It does it over and over and over again. Okay, sorry. Uh, Go ahead. Do we get to meet Diane? You don't meet Diane. All this information he gives her is uh, medium useful. Most of it's just descriptions of Twin Peaks and And shows how much he's falling in love with it. Yeah. I see, again, the thing about his thing with the trees, freaking love that. Amazing. Oh, Hilarious. Yeah. Great. Like, when I moved to the West Coast, when I moved to the island, I was the same way. I was like, holy crap, these trees, which I'm sure you probably, like, grew up with, right? Mm-hmm. Like, being able to be mm-hmm. like, I'm in a forest. Douglas a real forest. forest. A dark forest. And, in you know, I grew up in Ottawa, so it wasn't really like that. Um, with those and there's kind other of, like, trees that continue, that will play a, a part later yeah. on as well. So, like, there, there are so many bits <laughs> and pieces and scenes that I really loved yeah. about this whole thing. I just... Some of it just totally okay. You have to, yeah, if you can't settle into the pace by the end of the pilot, there's no way the pace is always gonna frustrate you. How did Ronnie escape? And do we see her in the finale? I can't remember. Renette Pulaski, uh, that that her escape isn't explained until later. It's not explained uh, on the show, is it? Or just uh, the movie? Possibly just in the movie, but I think I feel like the show explains that Laura Palmer is always the primary target. Right. Yes. Like, uh, Renette is kind of dragged into the situation by her association with Laura. Um, like, I think it was, it was, it's explained, like, it's just not just an oversight, as in they were just distracted and forgot about her or didn't care what happened? I don't think they cared what happened to her. I think they were just going to leave her there. Yeah. And I think, really, the act of killing Laura probably shifted the event for this person. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think she even escaped. I think, yeah, she was just left behind. Because the murderer, the murderer is not well. We'll say that. Yeah, like they're they okay. are not of sound mind. But um, like, do we see? In, like, does she wake up? Is she like they say in the in the pilot that she's got neurological damage? She's in shock. She says something about don't go there or don't 
Mm-hmm. I can't remember I wrote it down. No, she don't. says, don't go there. Yeah. Don't go there. Was that about, like, going to to the train? Or going to these dudes' ha- Jacques' house? Or does it have to do with being... Could be, go- could be referring to the other side. Could be referring to the Black Lodge, if you want to take it that way. Almost everything... See, that's the thing. There's a... That's one of those moments that is just left open for interpretation. Yeah, I think there's no answer. And definitely we don't see anything other than what we saw with her on the bridge okay. in the show. And there is Never a lot of stuff. In the movie, I'm fairly... You do. You see all of it. Some but... Stuff like that actually has the opposite effect for me, where it makes the show feel more grounded. Because someone babbling nonsense that may or may not have meaning in a hospital bed, for example, it doesn't give us hard information. It doesn't necessarily move forward. But for me, Twin Peaks works because... The moments are charming and a, like just when you think that everything's floating off, they'll do something strangely grounded and realistic. Like someone will react, react in a real human way, and I, I don't know. Like like we were talking about this the other day. Like the despair on the show, yeah, is is more real than I feel like I've seen in in a lot of other places. Usually it's pretty glossy, or it's it's you know a, a pretty or constrained sadness. But here everyone is just like full on and especially especially and just, Sarah they Palmer they terrible and they Sarah her mother Sarah like Laura's mother has to be sedated for the bulk of the series and like yeah. everything it just yes yeah, she's just in so much pain she's played by Grace Zabriskie uh, yeah it's that's I don't know how you pronounce her name it's Grace Z I yeah Zabriskie I'm I recognize sure. she's her. also on Seinfeld uh, that's where yeah she's okay. on a, a many things but I've she's seen her before, fantastic before. she's great absolutely she's super great just yeah, and still around. So hopefully for 2017, I will just want to quickly knock on wood. Sorry guys, I don't want anything to jinx the return of this show because, yeah. oh, oh. Uh, why was Laura seeing a psychiatrist? So Dr. Jacoby, who is played by uh, Russ, Russ Tamlin. Tamlin, right? Who yep. I want to personally thank because he is one half of one of my favorite people on this planet, Miss Amber Tamlin who is his amazing daughter. Get out of town. I like to pretend is like my best friend because <laughs> I've been watching her since I was 12 and uh, she's actually at Metrotown right now doing a reading of her latest uh, novel of poetry. Really? Which is where I would be if I was not here well, stalking we, her. We wrap up in time, we can get you there. <laughs> no, I think it's like two to three, but um, she's awesome. Therefore, Russ is awesome. But... He is. His character is based on Terrence McKenna. Not He's that's one of important. my least favorite people on the show. He's very. He's a weirdo. The whole scene he's where we meet him guy. in the in the hospital is weird. Like he's he says that Laura was a patient and his her parents didn't know. I can help with the investigation. Like mm-hmm. is he even supposed to say that at all? Oh, uh, I I don't think I so. I mean, I think once you're dead, privilege is waived. Sort of, maybe? Uh, I don't even know I how it works. I think in the case the of... The only thing I know that's what I learned on Law & Order, which obviously is not true. I think in the case of an investigation, if the police needed to... But he seems so... Anyway, it was yeah, very that's eager, true. and then he's la- he was laughing. And he I'm wants to go to the morgue with to them remember, to see the body? He's yeah. an odd It's guy. a really weird scene, and it I can't remember for sure or not, but I feel like he was saying that... He, his par- parents didn't know he was involved with her, and I'm thinking maybe he had sex with her. I don't. Think I don't think. So. I don't think he did either. I think their relationship was not sexual, Every- but I just the way he was so nervous. Everyone in town loved Laura. Yes, like and loved so loved her. She's like not a, very- a real person. Like if she was actually on the show, she would never be able to live up to what 
she's supposed to be. Yeah, she's yeah. Rory Gilmore before college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thought she was like the queen bee, perfect child that could do nothing wrong. And then she oh, went but... to college and proved them all wrong. Exactly. She but Laura too... did many, many things wrong. Yeah, she was a psycho and she apparently was... a drug addict. And yeah, and you find out I got so many things about, about her. Way down the line. Don't worry, guys. Don't worry. She's justified. She's got. Yes. She's got well, some serious problems, problems, let's say. So do we know why she's seen him? So she's seen him as a doctor, not She's a, seeing him as a psychiatrist. There's nothing really on ever... On her own volition? Like a 16-year-old girl? Again, that's very... Wait, her parents 16? are not aware of it, yeah, as 16, okay. he says. Yeah, which is odd. I don't know how she would get into that situation. How would she even pay for it? <sighs> yeah, maybe Probably it's voluntary on yeah. his behalf. I don't know. But um, she's seeing this guy because, well, she's... I don't know if that's ever... She's been put through the ringer. Answered. Like, I, knowing what we know about Laura by the end of the series, it makes sense that she would be seeing a psychiatrist. She desperately needs help. Yeah. She desperately... Like she, and probably, I think, pro- probably her friend saw that she needed help. You think that maybe Donna... I don't know. I think it, probably not. Maybe they didn't even know about it either, but... Well, there's. I think they're surprised by it, as we see. But the tapes, they didn't. I don't know if they knew that well, Laura a, was yeah, seeing the whole episode when they're uncovering stuff about Laura. They find they crack open her diary, and they discover, you know, the bank key with the cocaine in the bag. Then yes. they go, they open the and bank. Ten thousand dollars. Ten thousand dollars in the porno mix. So people are just constantly finding out about this other side of Laura that was really only known to the the criminals in town. It seems. Yeah. Like Leo. But what? What happened to even put her in that path, right? Because there's a whole thing where she says, oh, Do- even Donna didn't didn't know me. And that's the truth, right? She's actually running around with all, like, the worst element, all these weird mm-hmm. bikers and um, the truckers. Yeah, which... Who are, are smuggling drugs, I guess. She had a series of traumatic incidents, which we can't really describe. And the answer goes heavily also into the mystery of who and why she was killed. Gotcha. So, I, I, so yeah, I, the question can't be answered. Traumatic an- incidences. Her parents don't know about them, and but they happened in Twin Peaks. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. And yeah, can't say any more about who knows what. I mean, they don't. Kind of. No. Right. Like it's. They never. Oh, you can't say, or they they don't well, tell no. you what happened. To they they her. tell I don't you. Think what they happens. tell you why she's seeing. No. Jacoby. I don't think we, we know oh, but that. You, you can or we know that. Yeah, I don't but know if you know, know the origin. What but we these know these traumatic events yes, were. Exactly. Absolutely. That's what I wanted to know. Okay, who are Albert and Sam? Why has Sam dropped the ball? Mm. Great <laughs> is question. that a good question? So glad you brought it up. Because Sam is um like these are just throwaway details. That's one line in the pilot, see, but I still I went through every question. I was like, I'm gonna find out everything about this. Never mentioned again in the show, but an integral character. In Firewalk with Me, the prequel. Yep. Mm. And uh, Albert is uh, another. Albert Rosenthal. Albert Rosenthal, Rosenthal. played by uh, Miguel Ferrer. Ferrer. Uh, he uh, is in the first season. And he's fantastic. One yeah. of the best characters. He's an FBI um, forensic analyst. Both of them are. Right. Uh, well, yeah. both of them are the FBI. Both of them are. Both of them are forensic analysts. They're but the techs. Yeah, exactly. God. So they get brought in to do a proper autopsy because, as you can see, the autopsy. That happens in Twin Peaks is they need they don't have great facilities and they don't they're not experienced with this type of stuff either with the (laughs) murder yeah I don't like I don't know the last time Twin Peaks would have had a dead body find the letter under 
her nail, Ugh. right? So, which is one of the grossest scenes oh, ever. Let's talk about the scene where they. I had my eyes closed the whole time. Oh my god! Oh, did a, you? I can't watch that. It's one of like they go it so far into her so nail. Long. Yeah, I tried. But and I, the color of the nail is like a blue. And well, let's let's quickly set up the scene for the listener here. Can you do it? Is basically that uh, Coop and Truman are examining Laura's body, and uh, this was an accident on set, but the fluorescent light over the body is flickering on and off at in, uneven intervals. Which was annoying. Which was, I find but it very awesome. creepy. Yeah, no, it, it is. And it's just weird, and you're like, yeah. what? Why, it's why, why, why hard they to watch. It? You know what's weird? Why is it always scary anywhere where the light's flickering? Like, it's always scary. Yeah, it Even is. when you're, like, at work, and you're like, you're like, Oh, I don't like that. It's like it's nothing, <laughs> it, but it's because of horror movies. Horror I think. Yeah, of horror movies. It's gotten in our brain. And that just, means something's about to kill you. Your brain can't like sit still. It can't yeah, get comfortable. That's true. And, and then uh, and then they do the worst thing, which is pull this tiny folded up letter out from under her fingernail with pliers, but it's a long, long shot of them pushing the pliers deep, 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 like, deep, like all the way the down worst. the nail. Mm. It is, Hannah's, I, I didn't watch yeah. it. I can't even Every time I see it, it just, it makes me sick. I think it's the most horrifying thing in the pilot is that sequence. Yeah, it's actually, well, it's like the most, the physically grossest too. thing I yeah, think in the entire is. show for me. Yeah. That moment when when Pete is finding her body is very uncomfortable. There's yeah. some moments of watching. Well, there's where also you just a, don't like feel right. a little bit of a mist on top of the lake mm-hmm. when he maybe there isn't. Maybe I'm just making that up. I wish we lived in Twin Peaks. This place is beautiful. Right? It's very close to us. Yeah, it is. Let's yeah. go, guys. Okay, who's Jay in the diary? So when uh, FBI finally cracks open the diary, she says the last thing, the last entry, entry is I'm nervous to meet Jay tonight, mm-hmm. and they everyone. I mean, it was. It, looked like they were trying to insinuate that it was James Hurley. Mm-hmm. James yes. Hurley, the biker, her secret boyfriend. Yeah. Are they secret boyfriend and Her girlfriend? and Laura. Yeah. James and Laura. And Laura. James and that Laura. was super... Okay, here's what's confusing about that. Um, he says, right in the beginning of the pilot, I thought she was the one, right? Like, she, Okay, so I thought maybe he was like in love with her, but she sort of seems to like get around. Totally. Yes, well, yes, Completely. she does. She's also dating Bobby. Yep. She's f- fucking around with the Trekkers and God knows what else. Um, but then, by the end of the pilot, he's, like, making out with Laura Flynn Boyle. Yes, mm-hmm. because the, well, they, they have a conversation about it. It's, like, the whole time that Laura and James were getting closer, it was really James and Donna who are falling in love. And they just realize it at the end. That's their first kiss at the end of the pilot. Yes. I, yeah, I got that. Yeah. Okay, so, but Laura wasn't the one. Like, that, 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 that was the part that threw me off, that he was like, he thinks that she's like, some kind of like, soulmate. Yes. And he went so fast from that, to being like, well, let's make out and 16. see how this goes because she's dead now. I we never, of, we never went there earlier, but it is James, the one character that I fucking hate. And oh, like gotcha. Out of the show. You know what? When Which we were funny, watching these, I kind of liked him. I didn't mind him so much. He in the second season. Yeah. He eventually they write him out of the show. The first time I didn't care for him, and then there's that storyline was like, oh, he kind of sucks. And then the second time I watched him, like, oh god, I can't stand you at any point. And now it's like, just get the fuck off the screen. He's a little bit like Christian Slater in uh, in Heather's. Like he's just like he's making this weird mopey face all the time. He never says anything, and yeah. And then the tone of his voice, like, but yeah, but I 
I prefer him to like fake crybaby Bobby Johnny Depp because it's oh. like they are, I love Bobby again, so much. It's like the, those two were like, you know what? Let's play these guys in this other movie, mm-hmm. and one of them's in Crybaby and one of them's in Heather's, and those movies so are like so awesome, but not in the same movie. Wow, I just see okay. that as like two different weirdos at high school. I mean, Me like. Too. Uh, well, I, I, buy, I find none. Well, none of these characters. I mean, you don't talk think it's normally. weird that Laura Flynn Boyle and all the girls are dressed like it's 1954? Well, that's no, weird, but I love it. Yeah, me too. But I, it's I, I not buy real. It. No, not if like this no, whole it's show better, is it's you're better right. than you're right. Real. You're, right. This, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. You're so right. I should just be like, well, none of us makes sense. If so who you cares just have about to that like, detail? It's a weird show. You got it. Is it. You super can't. Weird. I remember and the first time I saw it, I was like, I got to stop trying to make sense of this. Yeah. And just it's almost like I just mystery. I need like a and there's a, a thousand a things. scroll at the beginning saying like this is taking place in an alternate universe. It, yeah. Yes. And then I'd be like, okay. When you cross the border <laughs> into Oregon, it's <laughs> Norigan. Norigan. It's like a little offshoot of Portland. It's just a weird mm-hmm. place on Earth. Yeah. So is James the J? Yes. Or is that secret stuff? Well, you no. can say secret if you want. The whole up until the third or fourth episode, the third episode, the big, the big event it's, it is trying it's to determine. Actually, who my the probably, I think is my favorite episode of the whole show. It's, will... it's Zen, or it's called Zen, or How to Catch a Killer. Mm-hmm. Zen, yeah, yeah, and um, that or the series finale. Well, the finale just fucks with you because the finale is is terrifying. It's the scariest episode. The series, the series finale. finale. finale is uh, very, what it very does. Is because David Lynch, well, they found out they were getting canceled. So instead of answering any questions, he goes out of his way to pose so many more questions and then leave every single storyline in a cliffhanger mm-hmm. and, and have you saying, what the fuck? Can I just say that that perfectly describes my jerking off on the canvas theory? Because, like, he doesn't give a shit about no. the audience. No, he, he only doesn't. cares about himself. <laughs> cares about the story no he, he, cares, he cares about the about story himself. it's okay. about his work and the piece of like work that he creates i don't really see david lynch as like a, as the kind of guy who's just jerking himself off. no he's, i think he's, he's very, got a like very he's specific just, vision that he's dedicated to he's just completely he, yeah he just uh he he's got a way that he wants to tell a story and and if that's not gonna happen no way but, but he's, he's, tell, really it's, it's, he's telling who's he telling it for himself well I guess. Who does anyone tell a story? I think. For? I like, think he tells it for the sake of not I mean, that he needs to. You always tell a version of a story that you out. see, and Absolutely, like no, you, there's no guarantee that you're gonna get it, like anyone interested in it. Uh, yeah, but that's yeah. I'm just saying, done, like, yeah, if, yeah. if he had like if he'd followed <laughs> but all these he's rules, he's got millions of dollars in a in a he, network. No, I'm saying like, to make the show. I would say. I'm saying like you know it's one thing to be like I need to write this story and and it's you know it's got to be my way and you're just mm-hmm. doing it on a piece of paper. Whereas another where you have like that hundreds of jobs in your hand and thousands of people watching and it's like still to be like not to be able to compromise. Television is not about not compromising. Oh, but he compromises all over the place. Oh, well, I feel yeah. like yeah, you didn't all get any choice. <laughs> he makes he makes so many. Um, yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, anyone would call David Lynch like. Um, but he's never tr- done another show. Right? No, yeah, that's the thing. Like he never went back. I bet you he hated it. And I like doing Twin Peaks. We are talking he loved about doing Twin Peaks. yeah. Really? We're, like, loved it. we're not. I don't think we're giving enough credit to Mark Frost because oh, yeah. I feel Mark like Frost he had well. even like more of control over the show than Lynch did in the end. Gotcha. And I think well, Lynch only 
wrote and directed like se- a hand- he directed seven, six episodes, six episodes but they of the whole show. On, I think all the scripts together. He wrote all of them. No, no, they worked on them all together. And I think he left for like the beginning of the for part of the second season. He was gone entirely. David yes. Lynch. Yes, well, that's when he was going around trying to save everyone's jobs. Yeah. Yeah, he and wasn't he, involved he, in the production. He moved the for... revelation up to to satisfy the network. Yes, that he, he never wanted to reveal it for him. Like it was to, never uh, going to be revealed. He changed plot lines to satisfy Lara Flynn Boyle. He was never. She was very difficult. She was difficult. She's apparently. a horrible person. Is yeah. she? I know do she tell, is. Do tell, do tell, do tell, do tell. <laughs> I mean, first of all, in my opinion, and again, I think people's opinions are not facts. Uh-huh. She cannot act. <laughs> That's it's fair. See, I loved Shots her so fired. much on the show that I was heartbroken to find out there's a there's a romantic relationship. She was involved with um, what's his face Cooper. Yes, um, Kyle McLaughlin. She was also dating Jack Nicholson for yes. like ten years. Yes, Ooh. it's great. Mm-hmm. But she was involved with Kyle McLaughlin, and there was a character on the show that he was supposed to have a romantic relationship with, played by Sherilyn Fenn. Yes. And it it's was gonna obvious. be it was gonna be amazing, and everybody wanted it. And she was like, "No." As an actress, she was like, "No." She didn't get along with Sherilyn Fenn, and actually, this is what happened. Like that's what ended the relationship, or why it never happened on the show. Uh, that, and I think it was also a producer note because of Audrey's age. age. It does not. It does not. Like I don't think Coop should have handed. That's. I'm gonna say this. She's, I think this is something that could happen in the reboot because at the is. time, Coop is. Coop's a noble character. There's no way he's going to take advantage of, like, the admiration of a 16-year-old girl. That right. would be disgusting. Yeah. yeah. Who is, like, like twice his age. crazy desperate for attention. She is. Like, she, yeah. She's super desperate for um, attention. One of my many donut questions is, is, why the hell is she becoming a whore? When her parents there is, are so super rich. There's a donut question! Okay, we'll skip that one. But there's a very that good reason. That was one of my 40 donut questions. But good, also, good like, the lady at the lodge tells her, like, specifically, they can't find out about the murder. She walks right in there and tells them. Huh? In the pilot, about the body. It's like, don't tell the Norwegians can't oh, yeah. find out about the dead body. That's because she's a brat. But that's what I mean. It's like, and everything the plan on she purpose. does is to get attention. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. She really... And it, it, it is for a while. She... She... As the as the first season goes on, she like slowly her childish behavior. All the characters after the pilot start to balance out. Yeah, like all the problems you see in any pilot where yeah. the characters are a little too extreme or a little too also unlikable. And yeah, you, you can't tell like you shouldn't. I don't think that a character has to be likable, but you got to have something that keeps you interested in them, right? Yeah, definitely. Um. And yeah, they're yeah. A lot of the characters in the pilot are more extreme versions. Uh, question ten. Question what ten. The F does fire walk with me mean? <laughs> they find a note and the necklace. What's the poem? Fire walk with me. Fire walk with me poem. It There's... is. It's an excerpt. Well, Sasky's looking that up. It's an excerpt from a poem that. Uh, I. I guess it's of spiritual see. significance in the show. It, it Did the is. the killer write that? Yes. Yeah, the okay. killer wrote that note and left it. He wrote it in the bl- in her blood and left it at the scene. There's something in the finale about a firebug, and we'll get to that. Uh, does Johnny matter? Johnny. He's in one um, scene banging his head against the wall. It's really just to show that... Uh, that Laura is well-loved. Laura's yes. well-loved. She actually Oi. has some good stuff. Okay. Okay. Right. It's just, Do you have we, it? We could, no, I have a donut question about question it. Question right. 12. 
where did Laura get $10,000? The donut question. Okay. All right. Question 13. Uh, did Josie have her husband killed uh, in the boat accident that wasn't a boat accident? So Josie, we should explain, is uh, the wife of Mr. Packard, who owns the mill, whose sister is, like, super nuts, Catherine, and has a sad husband named Pete. Yep. Pete is the one who discovers Laura's body. body. Again, I was super, I didn't, see, in the beginning, it seemed like Pete and Catherine were in, like, a corner store. (laughs) Were they? No, they were in their house, I think. Okay. Because that's why I was, like, it looked, anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I I was confused about that, too. There were so many people, even the ones that were the same, I couldn't remember that they were the same person. But I figured it out eventually. Even the mansions in this show do look like log cabins. Yeah. So everything is, which I love, because that's my ideal house. it was like a corner (laughs) store that they were like, sell, anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, Yes, you're right. Okay. uh, Josie Packard, played by Joan Chen, she's amazingly beautiful. She's also sleeping with the sheriff. Yes. She's not Well, she's age. she's single at this point now. Yeah, yeah. They're date, dating the sheriff. They are dating. Sorry. They are legitimately in a relationship, and yes. nobody seems to be nobody seems to cheating. Care. Yeah, she's not cheating there. Sheriff Truman isn't cheating. Donna, uh, the Haywards aren't cheating. It's really, it's all the scummiest characters. Yeah, but also all the teenagers as well yeah. seem to like have multiple boyfriends and girlfriends. Yeah, and that kind of actually makes more sense as it goes on. Like... Like Laura and Bobby's relationship. Well, it's like everyone's dating just... someone they don't like. Exactly. Everyone's stuck in these <laughs> That's weird really situations. really weird. Like Laura or Donna's boyfriend, Snake. Mike. Mike. Is like, yeah. Yeah, they call him Snake. Yeah, they well, do. Bobby calls him Snake. Like he is an He's insane douchebag. Douche like, yeah. not even realistically so. He becomes someone completely different. I can like, remember. Like, completely different. That actor is amazing. I had, I had, though obviously, you know, I struggle with names and there's so many. So sure. then everyone just got nicknames in my notes okay. after a while and he was Letterman Jacket. Letterman Jacket. Like, Letterman Jacket shows up at the door. But there's also something that I don't understand why the hell they would ever do this. His oh. name is Mike. And the one-armed man, his is name also is Mike. Mike. Mm. Well, Mike's a very common name. It, that's what Pierce Ray said. I, I know many Mikes. But like, why? Why do you do that on a show, especially like this? Yeah, no. I with agree. so many characters, where you're already having a difficult time different, differentiating them. Yeah, and just tr- like, are you gonna are tell they me the if same Josie person? murdered her husband or not? Uh, Josie. Uh, Saskia, any objections? No, we can answer this. Well, yeah, we see it. It tells, yes. Yes, she made the arrangements to have her husband murdered. Okay, why? Why? Because um, he was mean? But my, no, it's <laughs> money. Yeah, the it mill. all comes down to money. But she doesn't need that. I mean, she's married to him. She has... She, she just wants power. She has, I think that she married him for the money in the first place with intent well, yeah, to murder. Well, yeah, like, they in, in, intimate she also, that like, he, it, like, it's went revealed, to Hong Kong and just, like, got her. It's revealed in the second season that she has... Background, it, the Asian, she has contacts that yes, expect she's things. Linked, she's linked to the Asian criminal underworld. Yes. She's basically purchased property. She's like human chattel. Yes, mm-hmm. chattel, okay. chattel, chattel, chattel. Uh, but she, it's is it? It's possibly a power grab, also. Possibly, like she's in charge of the mill now. This part after. was originally supposed to be Isabella Rossellini, who yeah. David Lynch was dating at the time, and is in Blue Velvet. Which would have, which probably would have meant that uh, she would have been linked to the mafia. Yeah, probably. Right. So she may have been doing it for them. She may have been doing it for herself, trying to get free of all these scummy people who are controlling her life. Gotcha. But you don't find out for sure why she killed him. 
just that uh, she had financial. To be honest, no, I think you do find out. I just can't remember the exact. Money or freedom seem like the most logical ones, but I don't recall for sure. That's like a second season problem. Yeah. That's, okay, uh, not in the donut. And Got yes, it. she hired Hank. What happens to Log Lady? Do we see her in the finale? No. Oh, I know she doesn't. Yeah, I didn't think she was in the finale. So, anyways, that's a donut question, right? Obviously, it's, she's uh, in I, the pilot, but it she's is not a, in the finale. Yes, she's a she's but a. I know about third Lady. string. Character. I don't have a quiz, a quiz question, a donut quiz. Oh, then I'll just go nuts. Um, yeah, she pops up throughout the first season. Second season, she gets a little more important. She always has just random appearances. Right. That's why they gave her the uh, the intros. Are those intros just on the DVD, or did they air originally with the show? I am not sure if they aired originally. I think they're on TV. I think they're just yeah. I think so too. I feel like they're new and I know I didn't no, watch sure. them for the newest version of the the Blu-rays. The first time the Blu-ray box they, uh, or maybe for the DVD Gold Collection they put out um, these little bumpers featuring the Log Lady introducing each episode, which uh, you would hate, Hannah, because they are strange non sequiturs. They're almost like little puzzle po- poems. Yeah, uh, I think I watched them when I borrowed Saskia's DVDs. Oof. Uh, even I, I have no idea what's going on in some most of those. Yeah, Did no, they ever they're... explain why she's carrying around a piece of wood? I mean, obviously this whole town She'll... revolves around the sawmill. I believe that's uh, supposed to be the spirit of her dead husband is in it. Her Trapped husband, in there. Okay, and was he a, a sawmill man? I believe he was a, a lumberjack. Yeah, and okay. I think he died in a fire. Dor- died in a forest fire, died in the flame, and now a she's... A lot of fire in this show. Yeah. A lot of fire. It's very important. Okay. And she carries the log around because, yep. I wrote, does Scotty matter? And now I can't remember who Scotty is. Scotty. Scotty. Do you guys remember who Scotty is? He wasn't that guy in the autopsy oh, room. he was the guy in the bar that was, like, happy to see Bobby and, uh... Yeah, no. And, and I just thought, because they gave him a name. He's like, one of the bikers. Right. Yeah. Featured extra. Which legitimately do not ever play a role. And it was, we were talking about the weirdness of that bar and how it just doesn't make any sense. The bar is one of the strangest pieces. Yeah, and it was like they walked into a different planet. Yeah. It's like, really, it's like the the bikers look like they're from the 50s. Yes. Because they've got those, they all have the same leather jacket on. Yeah. With the buttons, like they go across the chest. The song is like so early 90s. And you asked, like, what kind of bar lets high school students come in and out as they please. Yes. You know what though? They have small town they bars. Have live, yeah, that's exactly yeah, I was like, the you're out in a small town. <laughs> they have live music by that like weird yeah, music. In Julie the middle Cruz. of the week because it's mm-hmm. a definitely a school night. I hated her the first time I watched the show and I've come since come to the song? Julie Cruz. The, all, her uh, whole musician. voice, all the music she uh, did. Yeah, gonna... I didn't mind the song. I just thought it made, like, those bikers would riot if someone stood up and sang that song. Yeah, maybe not these bikers, <laughs> but be like, real ACDC. bikers. Yeah. Like, there's no way they would listen to that. Okay. Uh, who did Hank accidentally kill? Uh, we get to learn in the finale it was vehicular manslaughter. Mm-hmm. So Shelly's husband is in jail for um, manslaughter, is what we find out. Yes. Uh, and Norma's husband. Norma? Norma. Shelly's husband is Sorry, Leo. I had a, yeah. such a hard time with Shelly and Norma. Totally kind. And then the cute German waitress that just got one line and then never came back. Literally. She pops up, I think, in the finale? She No, she wasn't in the no, finale. No, 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 no finale. 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 Got She's I, not in, like, in literally think, two or three episodes. I think that's a weird little cyclical thing. A I nice little her. cyclical <laughs> thing he does her. where she shows up late in the series finale for the exact same reason, exact yes. same reaction. Yeah. Uh, they repeat a lot of stuff. Um, so he says he, he took the, the, the fall for the vehicular manslaughter. Yes. So that he would avoid going down for murder. Yes. So did he make the boat accident look like he accidentally killed Mr. Packard? And that's why he went to jail? Correct. 
Yes. He was, he, yeah. See, I figured one out by myself. Yes, we got it. Yeah. I was like, or did it. he kill a second person that we don't know about? He could have. Okay, who did, who did Bobby kill? There's a line that says that uh, Bobby told Laura that he killed a man. Is That's... that a real thing? Because he doesn't seem, he looks, he seems like, the, what I wrote about his character is he, he seems so fake. He seems like a fake bad boy. You know what? You're totally right. Yeah. It, You're totally right. It doesn't but seem that like comes down to be he saw someone. the murder of a person, tries to be cool, and I think passes it off and says that he killed somebody to Laura. I believe that the explanation doesn't even come until Fire Walk With Me. It doesn't movie. come for a long time. It's, I, I, I think you're probably right. I think it's just there to... Because you're right. It's all a put on. Bobby, Bobby was essentially corrupted by Laura, really. I okay. Think. Yeah. 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 He, I get that. He was so into this girl that and he just kept going was, deeper and deeper into this. She hole. was so wild. He was trying to keep up. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. And... So Bobby killed no one. Gotcha. Uh, who is Catherine talking to about Josie and the sheriff? So oh. at the end, donut of the question. Okay. I think. I yeah. think it's it's one of my donut questions. No. Who dug up the necklace? We get an answer. Well, yeah, is we that get a an donut answer. Question because we find out in the finale. That uh, Jacoby has it mm-hmm. in a coconut. But that necklace is the gold necklace that they found on the mountain of dirt and not the one with... The one that James buried had one of the black... It didn't have a necklace. It was it was the, the black oh, leather okay. chain with the, the heart on it. So Jacoby has Laura's part not of the necklace. Black leather chain. I thought no, it, was it wasn't a, a chain. It was like one of those... Yeah, it's just one of those the, the, boy yeah, necklaces. Yeah, it's, it's the, the half heart necklace. <laughs> yeah, but not with the gold chain. But it doesn't have a gold chain. It had like a black... Like it a, had the black leather it's not, yeah, thing. Okay. It's fake leather I don't know what usually. it's called, but yeah. it's like a lot of the necklaces have necklaces it. It's really cheap. Wear. Okay, yeah. It would have been his half of the necklace. That was James' half, and that was the one that was buried, but the one that Jacoby had in his coconut was the one with the gold chain. Was Laura's half. Yes, and I couldn't remember how it happened. I thought it was the one that James... Well, I, we know the answer to your question, yes, it is Jacoby that digs up the necklace. Oh, why is he wearing those weird gloves? I guess so he doesn't get fingerprints on it? Uh, I guess. It, and how does he even know it's there? He was following... He was following Everyone's them. following everyone yes. on this See, show. Again, it's like you have three streets. People would notice you. Everyone wants to figure out who did it themselves. Everyone's got their own motives for because looking into this. Because almost everybody loved Laura for different reasons. Right. Again, it's so, you know, manic pixie dream girl. Like, yeah, something yes. like that. Except she's... Like you said, she doesn't like exist she's in not, reality. She could the inversion of a manic pixie dream girl? Because she's like this... De- She's like this violent, hypersexual kind of on one side, and then the other, like person. other people, just see her as this like perfect God is perfect, angel, yeah, exactly. who know yeah. nothing this about this side. That's able to pull off both personalities seamlessly all the time. Like we can't. she can give all the bad guys exactly what they want, and then give all the happy church going folk what they want too. Like that's just insane. And it she's is. a sixteen year old child. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's yeah. an invention of a you know of a. Mind and she is a character in Fire Walk With Me, and yeah. I think it is one of... Well, the, the movie is not even close to perfect. Yeah. But Fire Walk With Me does a pretty good job of, of justifying that character. Yes, they, they do. I'm sure that everybody who loves Twin Peaks is glad they got that, right? Because it's like, there's mm-hmm. so much that you want to know. But the thing, like, the thing you want most is to know what happens after Twin Peaks, not what happened leading up to the murder. It is awesome that you get it it answers a lot of questions but it also raises more questions Mm -hmm. and certainly doesn't really help you with anything 
after you're left with all the clusterfuck at the end of the show. Yeah. But they that... couldn't do a sequel because Kyle MacLachlan only wanted to be in a little bit of the movie. Yeah. Because he didn't want to be typecast. Too bad that uh, Lynch won't write a novel, like a Game of Thrones uh, novel. Uh, interestingly enough, was... Mark Frost is releasing a novel of what happened in Twin Peaks in the years from when it was, from like the last 25 years. Well, it will be good. released before the show. He said this like right when they announced they were doing the reboot. I don't know if it's actually still happening, but mm-hmm. I think it is. The, the reboot's still happening now, 2017. But the and novel. Thank, thank goodness that if it's going to be Mark Frost writing it. Because oh. David Lynch writing a novel? All I, could think the, <laughs> whole, all I could think the whole time I was watching the pilot is that I would like this so much more as a book. Yeah. yeah, I could put my own inflections into the dialogue. It's I, true. you know what I mean. Like it would be my imagination, and the story's great. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting having all these people rushing to figure out what happened to this woman, kind of a thing. It's and you have a lot Stephen easier time and... keeping track of things. Yeah. Okay, so should we talk about the finale? I think we've talked. Yeah. Is there anything you guys want to say about the pilot I besides feel... what we've said? No, I feel like we've covered. We've covered it. Please, finale. Okay. Let's. Uh, the finale is called the last evening. Audrey is hired at One-Eyed Jack's, but is caught in a trap when her father arrives. I also didn't even notice that. Cooper Cooper gets Jacques Renault to reveal the details of Laura's last night in the cabin. Deputy Andy saves Truman's life and apprehends Renault. Lucy has a surprise for Andy. Mm -hmm. Dr. Jacoby is attacked in the park. James, Donna, and Maddie find Laura's last tape and retrieve the necklace. Cooper finds the coke planted in James' bike. Leo traps Shelly in the mill and sets it on fire. Hank lures Catherine to the burning mill and goes after Leo. Oh, God. Nadine overdoses on sleeping pills. Leland Palmer takes revenge. Cooper, arriving back at the Great Northern Hotel, is shot three times. To be continued. To be continued. Dot, dot, dot. That's what it says. That's, that's a, that's a pretty good synopsis, but it sounds even more soap opera-y than the that first was, one. What was no, the it other show nuts. we watched where we were saying, like, if you said, like, all the stuff that happened in one episode, I can't remember if it was Revenge or something, when I read it, one ooh, of the descriptions, it we may were like, Revenge was crazy. That sounds like madness. And, and like, none of it, yes. It, bananas. And it was even crazier is the freaking season two premiere. Oh, really? Just the shit that happens in there. It's in like, the next episode after this one? Okay, yeah. question one. Whose stuff are Donna and James searching through? So that's Jacoby's place, right? Yes. Okay, that was so... Like, the whole... That scene, plus the casino, having not seen mm-hmm. anything else, was so confusing to follow. Because and it's... We're, again, there's, like... I thought that was, like, a photo hut, because it had, like, the weird palm tree pictures yeah. and I thought oh that must be like a camera store like I was so I could not figure it That's out so and I thought it was like a tiki lounge like a bar it is well he's uh, Jacoby I mean and they set this up as soon as you meet him like he's wearing a hula dance yes, yeah, totally. oh, can, I, can I point this out because I never noticed this before he is a real creep with that hula dancer skirt he's like feeling it up as he's talking to them he's just a big creep yeah, in that scene he's a super weirdo. he's creepy the whole time yeah. but um yeah he uh he's obsessed with Hawaii if, okay. I guess, aren't we all? Uh, yep. Aren't we all? If you, uh, I want to, I don't know, you know, if, if God forbid, Trump becomes president, mm-hmm. I think we should cut a deal with him. We're going to trade Alberta for Hawaii and Oregon and Washington. Oh, I like Alberta. I let's know just take, Let's just take Hawaii. But they like Trump. They, they're team Trump. Yeah, so. Alberta? Not everyone in Calgary. I mean, oh. Alberta. Are we? <laughs> Is there a poll? Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so embarrassing. Yeah. Their team, team Trump. Oh Again. no! Come on, guys. Yeah. We we were doing so well for a while there. <laughs> you voted in the NDP, and then you're like, mm, maybe some Trump. 
they did a well, they've been doing a terrible yes. job. Anyways, so anyways, back to the point. everyone loves Hawaii. That's all I wanted to say. Um, okay, so that's his house. Okay. Um, Okay. And everything, like, the literally the episode before this ended seconds before this one starts. Right, which felt, And it sets up everything. It felt very obvious. There was a previously on, and I fast-forwarded mm-hmm. through it. I didn't watch what what it said. Mm-hmm. I saw one brief scene of when he was like, I killed her. Some girl was talking about how it ended. It doesn't matter. Skip hey, it. Hey, I have a question for you, Hannah. Yes. How much time do you think elapsed between the pilot and the finale? That I really wanted to know the answer to that. I... I I have no idea. Take a guess. I genuinely have no idea. Um, I would say... Hmm, like, Actually, before you answer that... Can we that, wait till we get to the end? Yeah, so yes. I can think about but it. there is something else I, I want to say. clues. Uh, there's the physical clues of the haircuts and stuff. Yeah. The pilot was shot a year before everything else was shot. Right. So that has no, nothing to do with the show either. In terms of storyline. Yes. Right? But there's That's so the many only things. thing you like, should focus on. I don't know where Ronnie is. Like... Is she still in the hospital? Like, has it been days? Anyways, we'll get into it. Okay. Uh, so the coconut, he, they find a coconut that Laura mentioned on some tape. Yes. So these tapes, are they tapes of her sessions, or are they videotapes, or are they just as, weird tapes she was making to herself? As like, part like, of her therapy, she's making these tapes where she's like, it's like a, a, a video, uh, an audio diary okay. that she then gives to Jacoby to be like, here's what I'm thinking about this week, Doc, here's Got what's you. on my mind. And we do get to hear one of them in this episode. In this episode, yeah, and right. we, but there, there are multiple there's tapes. more, and we've heard them at okay. this point. And how did they get a hold of these tapes? I the have cops the, don't have them. Well, Jacoby had the tape. They break into Jacoby's place and steal the tape. But that's only the last only one. Only the last one. I, the other ones... Might have been in Laura's room. They were. Okay. So she stole them back from Jacoby? Or maybe he just doesn't keep them. He listens to them and gives them back to Probably. Her? Possible. It would be strange to keep them. Um, she re-records on the same tapes or something. So why is he hiding this specific tape? It's the, the now she's dead. This is the tape from the day of her murder or the day before but what's on it that like makes him look bad it, I think Nothing, really. I think he's also keeping it keeping it for emotional reasons but why wouldn't he show it to the cops that's a great question I probably because there's nothing on there and so he's like in love with Laura yes okay Everyone, that explains yes. a lot <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if he's like sexually in love with her but he certainly loves her he's in He's he keeping that, her. he's hiding that I necklace, like, yeah. and how did she know about the coconut? Was there something previously in the coconut that she found? Because obviously... I think that she just... They and, say she mentioned the coconut on one of the tapes. If she was doing uh, sessions with him in pro, like in secret, I'm guessing they were at his house. Yeah. So she probably was familiar with his weird little coconut Well, yeah, she holes. probably searched his place when he was oh, going to the bathroom or totally. something. That seems like in character for her. Okay, Sparkwood in 21, is that a intersection? Yes. Okay. So wouldn't you say 21st? Possibly. Okay. That's James talking. Yeah, yeah. roof, rough, tomato, tomato. So Jacoby's talking about, like, this is where you made the video. It's not the video we saw in the pilot, where Mm. they were on the bikes, where they choose dancing. Can you ask that question again? So uh, Jacoby goes to Sparkwood in 21. Yes. He claims he got a call from Laura telling him to go there. Yes. yes. And he says out loud to himself, because people so often speak out loud to himself. Oh, of course. And that goes for it's every show, not just this one. Uh, this is where this is where Laura shot the video. Or the video of, this is where the video of Laura was shot. But it's not the video from the pilot. No, it's okay. not. So what's this video? What's on the video? 
her being there, I think it was, it's uh, it's the video that lures him there. They shoot a video of Laura holding the newspaper, showing the date of, proving that she's alive, and for him to come there. Okay, so... Can we so, please, for the sake of the listener, specify I, that Laura is not alive? That's yes. what I want to... So, Sorry. So James and Donna think Jacoby killed Laura. Or knows something and isn't saying. And they're, they're setting this whole thing up with cousin Maddie. Maddie, yes. Whose name was never mentioned in not the finale. Interesting. They did not say it one time. Thanks, guys. Um, So that whole thing is a setup that they're playing. Yes. Okay. Thank you. You really cannot. I figured that out, sort jump. of. From you have to watch. There's every also like there's a conversation. I think was is it uh, when Truman is talking to, um, Harry S. Truman. Harry S. Truman Harry is, talking, S. Truman to, is um, talking to um, what's his face in the end, James. James. Um, it's like this is a very dangerous game they're playing. Jacoby's in the hospital with a heart attack. Like, yeah. don't right. do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, so first... they knew obviously that. They were up to something. Yes. But didn't stop them. The yes. first season has all these little amateur detectives going every which way, and everyone's pursuing like different leads. Yeah, everybody's trying and to figure it out. It kind of causes a lot of problems. But I like that. I That's, like that too. It's like, yeah. It's like a game of Clue. It exactly. Is, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool, but that's uh, that's where all of this has been building to. And so many, like, you get so much information from all the different investigations that other people don't have, but right. you have. They mm-hmm. are getting pieces of the, yeah, 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 yeah. In that way, the show's very much for the viewer. Yeah. Right. Yeah, no, you're it's the like, one it's like we would be like watching Veronica, but like every character <sighs> is also investigating yes. on their own independently. Well, oh. and this show, was, wasn't so this show cool. heavily influenced? Probably. So many was, shows are yeah. heavily influenced by this show. Uh, an entire generation of TV writers saw this and were like, what? You yeah. can do this on TV? I can TV? do that? Yeah. I can, even if you didn't want to do this, you could do anything. Even as like a, as a as a pretty much hater, I want to encourage people to seek out the episode of Psych that pays homage. It's got all these guys, all these characters, actors in the episode. Really? And they go to this town in the middle of nowhere and wow. have to solve this murder. And they're not playing their characters. They're mm-hmm. playing new characters in a weird small town but it's freaking hilarious and I'm sure you guys would love it even more because you'd get way more of the references and jokes than I did oh, but it's got Sherilyn Finn and it's got Bobby in it and um, yeah Ray Wise I'm sure I can't remember it's a couple of years old now but I loved it and I had no idea what was going on so you guys would really like it mm. a lot uh, okay, Sparkwood and 21, Laura video, got it. So who's in the ski mask? So someone comes up, he sees Laura, and then he gets knocked out. Do mm-hmm. we, does he take the mask off? I can't no. remember the by the time I was writing these he questions. He is attacked by the killer. Okay. The killer. So without telling me who the killer is, did I see the killer, like the killer's face? Not in that in scene. In either of these episodes. Oh, yeah. You okay. know. We, the killer is present all the way through the series. Yes. So the, the killer's... In the pilot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Can I uh, guess? But, okay. You don't want to tell me who. I, it is? I yeah. So there's there is two answers to this question. The primary answer is Killer Bob, and the secondary answer is that Bob, who is a pretty much a spirit from another realm, possesses one of the inhabitants of Twin Peaks, without their knowledge. Okay, but is Killer Bob? Just a spirit or also a person? He's a person and there's a visual representation of him and he looks... But I mean walking around in Twin Peaks? No. No. He doesn't have like a wife and a child. No, he's no. not a, he's not a regular person. Until he goes person. into a real person. Yes. Correct. It's very supernatural. Yeah, it's it's pretty much a floating spirit. And I mean the show, not the word. He has a form that you recognize as being Killer Bob? Yes. Like, right. Basically, Which he would have to. And the actor... And, 
he was cub. he was the set decorator. He was the set decorator. And they accidentally caught him in the pilot. You can see him in a mirror in the bedroom at their house. Mm. And so then and they, it was uh, super creepy. He has like long greasy hair. It's really creepy. Yeah, he looks like a he looks like a junkie. Mm. Yeah, I mean, he's great. Great, yeah. great actor. It looks like a crew guy. Um, you know. Yeah, that's, <laughs> exactly. That's what they all look His like. name exactly. is Frank Silva, the actor or set designer. Was Frank Silva. Was Frank Silva. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Okay, uh, so question 24 we've answered. Question 25 we've answered. Uh, we are blazing through your questions. Why is Audrey game. a prostitute when her dad is rich? That's one of the donut questions, uh, That is right? one of my questions. Who owns the casino? Is it... Um, the what's his name that's trying to sell the, the lodge? Benjamin yeah. Horn? It's Ben Horn, okay. her father. Her father so, owns the casino. Oh, that's his dad, right, okay. And meanwhile, so, Audrey's investigating the death of her friend Laura. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> that's a good question. Now we have one less donut question. Apparently. What, so when, um, okay, so, oh God. God damn it, I I'm said it was a, so yeah. confused. Yeah, so, so when the lady, okay, there's a lady at the casino, she's watching what's going on in the, in the TVs, right? Mm-hmm. In the back? She's mm-hmm. the one that's interviewing she, Audrey, gives her the job interview. She's mm-hmm. like the madam at the back. Right. She says the boss is coming, we don't use names. So everyone knows that he owns this casino, or is it like yeah. secret? They know. So well, they just but don't they, want to tell, do you, they don't you, know Audrey's her daughter, his daughter? Like, it's such a small town. You they, mean, okay, the casino is not in Twin Peaks. Okay. It it's is, in Weirdland? It's in Canada, actually. Oh, right, because they were talking about over the border. It's over just the border. across the border. You yeah. like go up the river on the other side, and right. it's there. Okay. So it's like a hidden casino. So it makes sense brothel. they wouldn't know who she is. Yeah. I totally And nobody in that. Twin Peaks knows that it's owned by Ben Horn. Or uh, that, yeah. Okay. So where did, uh, where did, uh, <laughs> Cooper's nickname was FBI. Mm-hmm. Where did FBI get find the poker chip so he has a poker chip that he like uh uses to convince jacques Mm -hmm. that he's like friends with leo yes that was also confusing because leo is short for um local law enforcement that's what they say on cops on On on, the broadband on uh cop shows they always say call in the leos really local law Local, local enforcement local officers. officers okay. Thank you, Leos. That means so. Then I was like, I thought he was talking about like the cops, and then I was like, is he undercover or Ooh. is he like that whole scene was? But of course, they had the surveillance van, which made me figure out like, oh, okay, he's pretending. He's, he's not pretending. really the bank he's, as he's pretending to he's be. I was like, cool. What is happening? But it's because like the glasses and the outfit, and like you know how weird the show is, right? So yes. I'm like, has he gone through a total metamorphosis where he's like a totally different person now? Um. Well, Chuck. Renault kind of answers that question in his speech because Cooper's asking him. Cooper slips the chip across the table as a. It's a pretty hefty tip. It's a thousand bucks. Yes. It's a big chip. Um, and then Jock tells that story about the night with uh, him and Leo and Laura and. Uh, and Leo, Ronnie. And Ronnie. And Leo putting the chip in Laura's mouth and biting it, and that's where the yeah. chunk comes from. So Cooper we know that they were all together at Leo's cabin. One more question, Jock. You know, Leo told me all about that night at the cabin with the girls. I'm curious about the chip. How'd that happen? (laughs) It was that crazy bird. Bird? He had a thing for Laura, saying her name all the time. Like he's in love or something. So we're all partying. Girls are all getting pretty high. Everybody's pretty crazy. You, Laura, and Ronette. Leo lets Waldo out of the cage. And the birdie lands on her shoulder. <laughs> Laura, she's all tied up. Oh, she like that. The birdie starts picking on her shoulder, picking like love picks or something, you know what I mean? So Leo, he's 
doing a number on her. But Laura, she's screaming about the damn bird. So Leor takes out a chip, puts it in her mouth, and says, Bite the bullet, baby. Bite the bullet. <laughs> so did they find the chip in the cabin, or did the cops find it at the train? I don't want to say anything else. <laughs> no, I don't. It's uh, I. I don't have a question about it. Uh, yes. Well, no, yes. It's yeah. It's the cabin. They, they find, find it, it at the cabin. cabin. Yeah. Midway through the first season, the cabin is discovered. Basically, that's where. Um, but we already know it's not where start, the murder no, took yeah, place. No, things started there. Yeah. There were yes, they. Well, we well, learned also in like episode Jacques two. Was I think knocked out. Yes. And that Laura had sex with at least three different people the day she died. And it wasn't, like, yeah. And two of them, I think we learned that it was Jock, Jock and Leo. Oh, so there's okay. two of the three. Two of the three. But, I mean, Jock's conf- kind of a confession here. He yeah. basically gross. says that, yes. oh, yeah, Jock They're, is a gross dude. Like, yeah. They're both gross. That Leo scene where also... he's telling the story of having sex with Laura, and he, it's just like the camera's just on his tongue. Yeah. excited. Yeah. It's gross. It's so disgusting. Uh, okay. Um, what did Andy do? The Andy and, and, um, what's her name? Lucy. Lucy Lucy are in a fight. Is she just mad because she's pregnant or did he do something else to cause a fight? I assume in that sequence because, uh. he says she's not talking to him and then he's like, ugh, women. I think it's a sheriff that says that. One of them's like, ugh, women. women. I think that was, that was definitely Harry Truman. Harry S. Truman. (laughs) (laughs) I believe it's, uh. Basically, that she's pregnant and doesn't know what to do with it yet. Right, so that's why she's not talking. I about don't him. think she's told him. She no, hasn't she told hasn't. Him. But yeah, I'm just no. Wondering, did they have another a fight about something else, and that's why she's not telling him? No, no. Or I think is she like she just stopped talking to him because she found out she's pregnant. Pretty and much. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She iced him out at first, but then he reacts in the worst way possible when she tells him by just kind of like not responding at all. Just kind of his brain shuts off. Oh my god. It's- <laughs> Uh, okay, so what about Catherine? She's freaking out about uh, the ledger being missing. Is that because she's like stolen money or misappropriated funds? Yes, okay. exactly. There's the, that seems pretty she obvious. <laughs> two ledgers. Yeah, there's yeah. a whole bunch of fraud going on. And she's how, obviously yeah. Um, but it's not Josie that's taken it, right? It's nope. Hank. Yep. So okay, let's get to the next question. What have Catherine and Pete done to each other? Side question: Does any does anyone in this town not cheat? <laughs> Pete doesn't, Pete doesn't cheat. cheat. He said, well, there's um, also there, I have a question about this also later. Our on. marriage is uh, our marriage is a living nightmare. They I think have just not been really in love or married or anything for well, like years. It's tough because Pete's a really nice guy. He's yeah. the greatest. He and he doesn't cheat. Very, and he, he's like she she makes it blatantly obvious that she's only saying all this because she is in serious shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's still not only like supports her he runs into a burning building to try to save yes. her i would be like see you Catherine." he's the one of the best well to, yeah morally good people he's 100 percent. twin peaks is really split because there's it there is. are a few people there that are just like on the straight and narrow and the more you find out about them the, the better they get yeah doc haywood same way mm-hmm. hayward sorry hayward. doc hayward why does Andy freak out about the baby? He's just freaking out? Yeah. Just because he's a freaker outer? He's a, he's he panics. A... Like, that's his go-to reaction is just, like, burst into tears or, like, 
his brain just gives up on him. And he's a very, yes, a very timid, scared person. Yeah. Why is Bobby on Team Leo, and why is he still after James? Okay, so this is the other thing that makes me feel like not that much time must have gone by. Honestly, I'm going to guess it's been, like, less than a month between the pilot and the finale. I believe the... Like, less well, than 30 Do you want to... The answer now? Yes. It's a good guess. It would make a great substitute donut question, maybe. Yeah? Oh. <laughs> well. I mean, I can't answer it, but I since I ruined one, just give Hannah a bonus. Well, that that's the guess. That's her guess. But great guess. I guess it's, it's technically days. accurate. It's um actually only been like a week. Yeah, six or seven days. Wow. A week passes from end to end, and it's so you because the episodes are so long, you see a lot of every day. Yeah. And that last episode. I could. I mean, I couldn't hours. tell. I couldn't tell because it, you're so thrown into this other part of the investigation, and it's just like they've skipped over all the other. Stuff they would have naturally gone to from the pilot, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's hard to tell. But yeah, to me, it did seem like it was a very short amount of time. Like, n- everyone's still very suspicious, and no one seems to really know anything yet. No, so. it's very short. It's a dense story. The second season takes place over a larger span of time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially after you find out who the killer is. So right. why is Bobby... Invo- okay, so this is what I didn't... This is what confused me the most. Hank has been out of jail for two days. Mm-hmm. Yep. He is somehow mixed up with Leo. Yep. I'm not even sure how. Also, he stole the ledger. Like, how did he even know about any of that? He's only been out of jail, like, for two days. Yes, I think he st- certainly stayed in contact with Josie while he was in prison. Okay. I That's think- dumb of her. I'm fairly certain. Right. But so, she has to pay him off as she does. Yeah. In that scene. Like she $90, can't. dollars She and can't he wants fall out more of contact because with him. he's going to go to jail for murder now. Yeah. Basically, he wants. I guess he just wants more because he spent so much time in prison. Yeah, but he also talks about how um, they're getting closer to catching him or something. I don't know. I didn't understand that. But Bob, Bobby calls the sheriff and says. That Leo says you should look at James. Like, what is that phone call about? Bobby is he, framing James. He's framing James. He's claiming to be Leo. He calls in and he says that James is an easy rider, which means that he's smuggling drugs in his motorcycle. So I'm not he, sure why he claims oh, to be Leo. So is he that just, why she? Oh, so he's the one that puts the drugs in the car in the bike. Yes, he puts the drugs in the bike. That's how the previous episode ended. Which actually so answers. So he means look at the bike, not James killed. Laura. Yes, look at the bike. a whole different situation. Okay. He's still jealous of James for being with Laura, so he's setting setting him up. Yeah. And which kind of answers your question about what Bobby's connection to Leo is. There's a donut question also about Leo. Then I... And Bobby. Please, I'm going to let you guide us a little from this point. I'm so close to being done. Why does Cyclops want to die? Who? Uh, Nadine, the one-eyed oh, lady Nadine. who is freaking out about her oh, drapes. I oh my god! So and you much. haven't even seen the worst of that. She makes perfectly silent drape runner. She's that, a brilliant like, woman. For over like three episodes, her mission is to get silent drape runners, and that is all she does. But she, she does it. She does. She does it. She what? does. <laughs> silent drape runners. You know does she like, find out nuts. that Ed is having an affair with uh, Norma? Is that Norma that he's sleeping with? Yeah, yeah that's, that's his high school too. sweetheart who went off and married Hank, uh-huh. the scumbag. Which was obviously a super good decision on her part. So he marries Nadine, this kind of little who was always in woman. love with him, right? For all the high school years, while he was dating Norma, and he loves. I feel like Hank 
does love Nadine. He but, does. But Norma's like his his one true well, love. Well, that again confused me because like he was devastated when he found her. He, he, he loves her. She's, like she is like the worst thing to happen to him in the history of the universe. She's just fucking crazy. He, like he's he misses he he's sad about this missed opportunity, but. He, he still loves Nadine. Like, they built a whole life together. But he's together. sleeping with Norma. Yeah. Okay. Are they actually sleeping together? They are. Okay. Absolutely. I thought they were just like... But also, they're out no, no, in no. public in front they're of, together. like, half yeah. the town. Like, Holding they are hands. not in the finale. No, nobody tries to hide their fact that they're sleeping no. with other people in this town. Nobody. Nope. Nobody cares. Uh, not that much. Who owns the red Corvette? Is that the killer? There's a lot of mention of this red Corvette. There is a lot of mention of the red Corvette. It's not. I don't even remember what... Who has the car? I do. It's, it's a... <laughs> I do. do. Was it Leo? Yeah, it's Leo. Leo has a red Corvette. Which is okay. funny because in the we only ever see him with his semi truck, which is his I'm like, main no, job. Okay, we know Hank isn't the killer because he was in jail. He was in jail yeah. right? when the murder happened. But I feel like watching this finale up until. That scene at the end where Kyle McLaughlin gets the phone call, but he doesn't hear what the person is saying, and the mm-hmm. person is saying that we found Leo, he's been shot. Yep. He opens the door, someone shoots him. Yep. That we are supposed to have believed this entire time that Leo is the killer, right? Sorry, or we thought RG? Jacques was the killer, and then as soon as Jacques says Leo did it, we think Leo is the killer? We're, Leo is always a front-runner suspect. Um, even Jacques, like Jacques' confession... Jack doesn't confess to killing Laura. He no. just confesses to being there. Yeah. Yeah, but he... Yes. So, I mean, rightly so, but once you, you hear that But you said in part, our conversation earlier that yes. Jack was the main suspect. He yes. is the main suspect by the end of the finale. Because he is... Also, before, like in the episode before, he is their main suspect. I would say that Leo is... I would say that Jacques and Leo are the main yes. suspects. Sorry, right. I should put them on equal footing. I think Leo, they're looking for Leo... They're Leo's on the run. But I'm not talking about FBI. I'm talking mm-hmm. about you guys. Like the oh, audience. The audience? Does the audience believe Leo is the killer? No. Uh, no. It's Yes, Leo is still very much a possibility at Up this point. Up until this moment yes. when someone else shoots FBI. I think, Le- actually, yes, Leo is a possible suspect for the audience up mm-hmm. until we find out who the actual killer is. The thing is, it's... Well, not it can't be after this episode because he's dead, isn't he? Or he doesn't oh, die. Oh, no, he, he does not shot. die. The thing is, there's okay. also other... But entry- something yes? does happen. Another thing that bugged me about this show is anytime someone got shot, no blood came out at all. <laughs> Which I assume he's wearing a vest in the end, obviously, because he's not going to die. Yeah. But, I mean, everybody else. Like, even yeah. when Andy shot... What's his butt, Jock? Yeah, like yes. nobody bled at all. You see blood through bandages Again, and stuff. Again, another in this, one of my uh, TV pet peeves. Just very, like if someone fair. gets shot, there's blood. There should be. There's lots of blood. Lots. You know what though? <laughs> Early nineties. I know. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this show when it first came out, people didn't think it would be popular because it was such dark material. Yeah. But um, what you're saying regarding the audience, you're supposed to th- you think that it, you're supposed to think that the the he's still the suspect. No, I'm just There's, asking if the, if season yes, one is yes. like he's our lead suspect. He's the person we believe is the murderer. Like at, at the end of, the of this clues season, point to him. Yes, most of the and clues they do. Are, and he seems like the type of character who would do something like that. But there's a couple other people. There is. There's, there's always other people. And the but, thing is, there's the other intrigues besides Laura's murder going on. Like there's the Ghostwood Estates. There's uh, Josie's whole thing. 
Josie Packard's whole storyline. The other thing, too, though, is just that this other murder, right, which took place in a different town. Yeah. So it makes logical sense and then happens all the time on Criminal Minds, exactly, that it's a trucker because Mm -hmm. they move around and they're, you know, town to town, but that uh, Laura wasn't an intended target, but that something went wrong that night and he killed her. Because usually they don't kill in their own... Yeah. Area, right? That's your safety. Don't shoot where you eat. Exactly. Yeah. So, one more thing about it, too. Like, there is the thing that Leo is too obvious of a suspect for the audience to actually believe he did it. Right. Like, they're giving us way too many clues. As in, like, well, it's obviously Leo, but it's that's too obvious. Yeah. Yeah. So, that would be. Right off the bat, it's no My option, last but... and final donut question. You guys have done awesome. I love this game, by the way. <laughs> this is great. Well, we got to find another show that you two have both obsessively watched that I have not watched at all. If it ever comes like we're, we're in your position, uh, this is what we're going to do. Oh, uh, like yeah. Uh, what is James hiding from the FBI? So there's a scene between him and um, Kyle. I always want to call him Kyle Chandler, who is Coach Taylor from Friday Night Lights. Uh-huh. But really, it's Kyle McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. Uh, disgusting masturbator from Sex and the City. <laughs> um, he there's this, he says like I'm tired of all these half answers. Like there's kind of a weird moment between them in the station at the end. I think it's what like you said when he was saying like Jacoby had a freaking heart attack. This yeah, is getting serious. Like I'm tired. I've been I've taken it easy on you. It was something like that about like so. Is there something that James knows? information or was the information that they thought Jacoby was doing it and now they don't think that anymore well it's also it's he's angry because they're not supposed to be investigating well yes (laughs) and well just but well he he figures out that he didn't do it well him Bobby, he figures out that he didn't do it in that meeting. Right yeah, in the pilot. He, he thinks right away that Bobby's innocent. And yeah. James, he also knows, is innocent. Like, Cooper is... And once he's... I think I trust him immediately. Cooper, when he makes up his mind, like, yeah, James is not guilty. But still, I think because the investigation is hindering their investigation, or they have information that could help them... Yes. Right. For example, we... Do we know about James's last eve where James's whereabouts were? On... I don't like. I don't know. Well, no. James, I feel. Can well, I? Just, can, I says, can I? I'm asking. Can I say this? Can I talk about? I don't know James's what you're, whereabouts. What you're talking about on the night of Laura's death. After he was driving around, after she ran off the bike. Okay, we've already talked about this. Great. Yeah, yeah, they, so it shows up in the, in the episode. They but mention it. They he mention it, but what he's, he doesn't tell the FBI. Though. No, he tells he Donna. Doesn't tell, so he sees well, the dead woman on the night that she dies, but he doesn't tell them what happened? In the pilot, he's talking about going to the police and telling them that. But he doesn't. Okay, but, well, but, I don't know that. Well, he was, he was going to, and <laughs> then he got to. arrested. Mm-hmm. So he, right. he still would have, I they think. They put him in jail next to Bobby and... Uh, and like we don't know what he would have told them, but he doesn't want to say is like I he she jumped off the bike and I rode around for the rest of the he, night. Nobody has an alibi for me. I don't have an alibi. Yeah, he can't do that. Also because there's these two guys who want to kill him. So yes. if he admits to this and that gets out, then they're gonna have all the justification they need to do some vigilante action on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that I was all my it. questions. I go through oh. my notes. Everything in green was when I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening here? <laughs> but I think we covered most of it. Pretty good. There's a lot that happens, so 
Yeah. I hope we could clear well, some of that Well, I mean, the you. first one's a two-hour episode, right? So it was uh, it was intense. And Do you want to give us your donut quiz? Uh, I mean, yes, is it I will. Do- a non-donut quiz this time? And I mean, this story is a straight line. Should we tell too. them what we are competing over? Yes, uh, of course. I don't know if we've mentioned this at all because, that, well, that's It's not criminal, in the episode, really. really. It's There's not. a brief mention in the pilot. Uh, Agent Dale Cooper is obsessed with two things, and those things are... Coffee as black as a moonless night sky on a moonless night, and damn good cherry pie. Mm-hmm. God. Damn, damn good. good and pie. yeah, they eat cherry pie. Mm. They talk about it heavily. And uh, interesting tidbit: Kyle MacLachlan hates cherry pie. That's funny. Hates That's it. Rory uh, Alexis Bledel hates coffee. Yeah, I do. Oh. I I so I'm not oh. a huge fan of coffee. It's funny when people oh, have to too crazy opinions. eat or drink stuff on TV constantly <laughs> that they actually can't stand. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, today, instead of having a donut as a prize, we've got a lovely slice of pie. Yeah, and here it is, and I am very excited to win it. These two lucky people are going to fight for. I think I've got a shot. Talking about this, uh, I have devised two separate quizzes. One hard-ish quiz for Piers Ray that he will have no multiple choice answers for. Okay. uh, That are basically... Does he remember this? Great. Some of them we have talked about, so clearly you will. Other ones you may just... Yes. Cool. Uh, cool. And then I have one for Hannah that has um, multiple choice answers. And some of these I'll have to skip over, but then we'll find out how many That's we get. That's good. I already gave you 40 questions. That was a lot. That was. A, I like that. That was a cool way of getting through all these, because it's such a dense show. There's and, a lot to talk about. And unlike some of the other shows we've watched where the pilot and the finale tie around together, this is just... Like, it's straight through. It's still going. It just keeps yeah, going. Yeah, it doesn't feel like an ending of anything. It's like the middle. All right, let's go. Let's do this. I think I'll ask you a question, and then I'll ask Hannah a question. Cool. Seems fair. All Are right. you going to keep track of the points? Because that's a lot to keep track of. I can write stuff down. Yeah. Let's do that. Do a list okay, on so the side. Okay, so you just tell me when he's right and when I'm right, and I'll put a check mark for that. Later All right, on, here's yo. Ray. Yo, yo. Question number one. Yes. We have talked about it, but what... Pray tell is yeah. the name of the fake soap opera shown on Twin Peaks throughout oh. the first season. Oh, I got. I have no idea. I don't know that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is that your final answer? Oh, I'll just make something up. Um, passions. Uh, the... passions. Memories of a dream. Oh, that's a good one. Uh, the answer is invitation to love. Invitation oh, to love. Amazing. God. That sounds like a telenovela. I just want to say that the t- it was not shown in the episodes we watched. No, it is not. Oh, that's why it's a donut question. No, none of these ah, will be. Right. This is, does he remember? Uh, Hannah. Yes. Uh, this one is. Doesn't matter. Oh, no, this one is okay. We can do this. Catherine Martell, Pete Martell's wife, has an affair with which other character? Okay. Doc Hayward, yep. Leo Johnson, mm-hmm. Dr. Jacoby, or Ben Horn? Mm, okay, well, uh, I'm going to guess that it's Ben Horn. You are correct. Yes. It is Ben Horn. Pierce uh, Ray has established over the last hour that yep. Doc Hayward is never cheated. A he gave me that sinless, one. Sinless, never cheater. Leo doesn't seem like her type at all. Nope. Way too can exclude him so it was back it was down to the last two what yes. was the other one dr jacoby oh yeah he i thought i thought doc hayward her. was the other choice originally yeah, but pierce pierce, gave pierce ray has given that to yeah. point to hannah one, i will not let nothing anyone 
Speak against Doc Hayward. <laughs> so uh, this one is going to be a hard one. I apologize. All right. This is, uh, this is yeah. Do it. There's Just a do it. very slim chance. Just do it. Um, what type of bird is Waldo? Laura's famed admirer. Oh. They mentioned it, I think. They mentioned, I, I don't know if they mentioned what type of bird it is. I don't think he did. They but might. it's a bird that pecks. I mean, I guess they all peck. It's not a mockingbird. <sighs> I am sorry. Oh my god. Where's Waldo? His name is Waldo. Waldo okay. the minor bird. Oh my god, you got it! Damn. Congratulations! Damn, damn, damn. damn. I don't damn. even know damn. that. Damn. damn, I don't know it. That's bird? good job. Damn. Good like job. With an E or no? I have no idea how to spell it. I've only ever heard it. Okay. It's a M Y N A, and sometimes it's spelled with an H, and other times it's without an H. Oh, it's way off. Mina. Mina. Mina bag. I always thought it was minor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what I heard. Yeah. Question number two. (laughs) Episode three ends with Cooper having a vision. A man from another, the man from another place in the red room talking backwards. Yeah. Laura is also there, or rather the man's cousin who looks just like her. What does Laura do? A. Break her own neck. B. Blow a bubble with gum. C. Tells Cooper who killed her. Or D. Seduces Cooper by undressing. Seduces Cooper by undressing. You were incorrect. She whispers the killer's name in Cooper's ear at the end of the dream. But we don't get to hear it? No, we do not get to hear it. And the episode ends with him calling Sheriff Truman saying he knows who the killer is. And is it the right name? No, he forgets it because it was a dream. Yeah, no, well, he never... Yeah, he he never knows, but it's... It's perfect. It makes perfect sense. Dumb. No, the the name is, the, I think, well, we find out later the actual words that she says to him. We will find out. But, yeah, Cooper doesn't remember, but he remembers bits and pieces that help him get With closer. the rest of the investigation. Dumb. Anyway, so he does not know. Otherworldly. Uh, yeah. Otherworldly. It's, otherworldly. Uh, it's 1-1, one, one, sir. It is 1-1. One, one, and right, uh, this, heading into question number three. Come on. Laura gave her secret diary to someone. Name that someone. Uh, okay, can I ask, is this another diary, one they didn't find? Yes. Okay. And oh. we do not meet this character. Oh, it was uh, to Harold. Don't help him. Well, you, yes. I would have gotten that one anyway. Yes, it's the name. It's the name that you would have had to remember, even if I told you it is Harold. Harold the Hermit. Uh, he lives in his house, doesn't leave it. And there's another donor question as to okay. why. Okay. Anyway, no, not the why, but yes, Harold Smith. Uh, So that is a point for Piers Ray. Question number three for Hannah. Yes. Sarah Palmer has multiple visions in her own home during the show. Which one of these does she not see? Okay. A, a white horse. B, a burning house. C, Killer Bob. Or D, the Black Lodge. I'm going to say a white horse. That is incorrect. And the most important vision that she has. It's a very potent bit of symbolism. Very potent. Do we know what it means? I have no idea. No, we certainly do not. (laughs) However, she gets it twice in the show. She does. Both times. Before a murder. Oh, God, that's right. So what's the answer? Uh, The answer is a burning house. Oh, okay. She does not see a burning house. She has the visions of Killer Bob, which wake her up screaming. She also has the vision of the necklace Mm -hmm. being grabbed. She has a vision of the Black Lodge later on in the second season when she helps Cooper figure out answers. Or she talks. Anyway. So she has the same vision as Laura's mother? 
She is Laura's mother. Sarah Palmer. Oh, I was thinking about the cousin. Oh. It's Maddie. Maddie. Maddie Ferguson is Sorry. the cousin. That's who I thought you were talking about. Nope, Sarah. Sarah. Got it. Going back to the other quiz, Piers Ray. Yo, yo. Um, the Tibetan Rock Ritual. This is part one for you. Part two will be for you. Okay. Um, during this sequence... Actually, I'll, I'll read the part of this question first. Stop clicking. Uh, the diary reveals the letter J, revealed by revealed to be James Hurley. However, the letter continues to remain relevant throughout the series, including a letter, a piece, a cutout letter of J is found in Laura's stomach. Mm. Ew. Uh, another piece of the letters that is found under her fingernail. Okay. Anyway, uh, during this ritual, Cooper has lined up seven bottles. And he throws a rock at it to see. It's a Tibetan spiritual occurrence. Yes. Um, that he tries to use in order to figure out who killed Laura Palmer. Yes. Um, he throws the. <clears throat> He's using Zen meditation to reveal subconscious thought. Yes, and at the end of this, um, someone's bottle breaks, and he, this person, becomes their suspect. Yes. However, he uh, throws five rocks and it misses, either misses the bottle completely or it doesn't break. For one person, the bottle does not break. Name this person. It hits the bottle, but the bottle remains intact. Who is that person? Oh my god. That is so weirdly specific. Hits the bottle, does not break. I, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. No, no. I'm going with James Hurley. You're incorrect. Who was it? Dr. Lawrence Jacoby. God! Well, we know Darn he it. didn't do it. Yes. Um, now for part of your question. Yeah. Who is that character that does end up breaking the bottle? And I will give you some multiple choice answers. Who is throwing the rocks at the bottles? Let me let me no. explain this. I just made no sense. I, I swear I, I listened to every word of it. Like can I? Let me yes, take a stab at this. He sets up bottles in a field. Yes. In a forest glade. He is throw he will say the name. Okay, hold on. Yes. Who is he? Oh, I'm so sorry. It is uh, Dale Cooper. Dale Cooper. FBI. Okay, yes, that's what I thought you said. Special agent Dale Cooper. He sets up a bunch of bottles. Each bottle represents a person. Yes. He says well, it's really just the one. Yeah. Anyways, he says the name of uh, one of the suspects, throws the rock, and basically reads off of uh, off of whether or not he hits, what his reaction to the suspect should be. Okay, so the bottles aren't a different person. No. It's whether the bottle breaks or not when he says the person's name. Yes. Correct. So the bottle only doesn't break when he says one person's he, name? There are seven names in total. He throws the rock five times. He misses the bottle entirely. Right. One time, not good at sports. Uh, one time, it makes contact. No, he, this is a spiritual thing that guides the rock elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep, this is. I yep. believe in that. <laughs> yep. One time, he hits I'm the bottle. Figure out who I'm going to marry this from way. a far distance. It's not a bad method. Um, but the the bottle doesn't break. Right, and that was. It's that was Dr. Lawrence Jacoby. Right, and then he hits the bottle on the very once, last one. And it does break, and it breaks, and that's the killer. Supposedly. That's that's it's, it's not yes. the kill. It's not so much that. It's just his. His. his means of, dire- of redirecting his focus for the investigation. Right. Yes. Who to follow next. Yes. Yeah. This is bananas. Yeah, uh, it is. Uh, yeah. I'm, right. I'm going to Damn it. Oh, I got multiple choices. You right. have multiple choices. Please tell me. Uh, your, help me. Your choices are... Yes. Josie Packard. Okay. A. B. Norma Jennings. C. Jack with one eye. Or D. 
Leo Johnson. Okay, I don't know who those people are. Let's huh. start again. Okay, I know who Josie, Josie Packard is. I don't believe... Um, Josie Packard. What would be... No, I'm going to I'm gonna go past her. Norma is the one that's married to Hank. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, maybe. A third person, I... Jack with one eye. Jack with one eye. At this point of the, uh, the, it is one of the names called. All of these are names called out during this ritual. So I didn't make up any of them. Okay, but Jack with one <laughs> Jack- eye. So I didn't make them up. Is They're real not names. a person that I saw at all. No, and they don't know what significance it plays. But we later find. Should I but say this? I think we can say this. I think um, so. The casino is called One Eye Jacks. Right, and there's more than one character in this universe that has only one eye. Correct. Correct. That's bananas. Okay. Uh, well, since you threw him in there and I have no knowledge of him, I guess I'm going to have to guess that it's One-Eyed Jack. That Jack is your final answer? with one eye. Yes, it is. You have skipped past Leo Johnson, yeah. which was the correct answer. Oh. That is a mental question. I know. <laughs> Sorry. This was, the one, this was the one I never finished and I was going to scrap. Ugh. However, sad. Uh, all right, all right. Turn. Lay, 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 the, lay the next one on. Let's get back on this. Back on track. Did he get the last one right? Nope. No. Okay, nope. You didn't either. Because I didn't give you a check. Mark. Is it two one? It's two to it one. It is two still. to one. He's still beating my one point. What a surprise! The guy who's seen the whole show. Yeah. Has a Question number advantage. five: The oh. money found in Laura's safety deposit box gets a couple of dudes in trouble. Why? With whom? It's, it's it's a quick answer. It doesn't sound like it, but it is. It gets Bobby and Mike in trouble because they owe that money to the person they usually buy drugs from. Correct! Okay, can I ask a question? But with oh. whom? Oh, Leo. Correct! Point for hey, Piers oh. Ray. Leo's the... Oh, shoot. Sorry. Um, okay, so uh, they mention in... I can't remember which episode. Must be the finale. Yes, Jacques says some high school kid sells the drugs. Yep. So that's someone we know, right? Yes. Okay, and then obviously it's not Bobby, or it is Bobby. It is Bobby or in Laura. Bulk and then selling the drugs. Yeah, it is. Okay, I wanted to ask about that, but I forgot. The money that they owe to Leo for the drugs that they already have is the ten thousand dollars that's Why in the safety deposit box. Safety deposit box again. That's... she can't keep it at home, but yeah, Vicks, I know. How long are you going to be hanging on to that money? It depends. If you're going to run with it. I guess. Okay. Give me my question. Where were we? Number yeah. five? <laughs> Number five. Number five. Um, Maddie Ferguson arrives in episode three for Laura's funeral. Why is she still there? A, to help Sarah and Leland overcome their grief. B, Sarah won't let her leave. C, to scam the Palmers out of money. Or D, to avenge Laura's death. Mm, I think B, C, and D are good options. I'm going to go with B. Mom won't let her leave. Oh my god, it's A! Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) The kindest option. Yes. What was A? To Uh help Sarah and Leland overcome their grief. Oh, she's just being nice? Yep. Boring. Yeah. She is is quite boring, and she's, yep, she's boring and nerd. Lay the next one on me, Saskia. Uh, Question number six. Who, what is the man from another place? Who slash what is the man from another place? Mostly what. Okay. Well, he's, uh, God, how do you describe them? He's uh, an otherworldly spirit entity. But what is he a representation of? A white horse. From... What is he a representation of? This is literature? This is an odd question. It is an odd question. Um, And with a very specific answer that is one word. 
Oh, is it like sons? Is, she, is he Jesus? I mean, he represents uh, an arm. Yes! Okay. That's it. He's can the I arm. Can I explain that? Yeah, of course listeners? you can. Uh, the man from another place who first pops up in episode three. I just in... want to say every single one of these people are a person from another place. Yeah, very true. The man yeah. from another place from another place. It's the little little man. He's the little dancing man who speaks He's in the backwards man. rhymes. From Carnival. Exactly. Yes. Uh, he basically is only a part of a larger spiritual entity. Yes, he's the the arm that Mike cut off mm-hmm. to separate himself from the evilness, and they kind of split into good and evil when Mike cut off the arm. They did, but the man from another place doesn't seem evil. But I, I think he, he seems to give good advice. Yes, he doesn't seem malicious, but he also eats. well, the Black Lodge is seen as evil. The fact that he's in the Black Lodge says that he's evil. Yes, in a way. Yes, well, there's the White Lodge. There's so much to this. And it we gets, never, it we gets never get nuts. to the White Lodge. Let's not deal with it. We That's know not. what the Black Lodge is. All right. Okay. I don't. I don't know No, that. no, no. It, there's a, I'll have one more question. Okay. I'm just, I don't need to know. I'm just saying I don't. <laughs> I mean, I know it exists. No, you've seen it. You've made it far enough into the series to yes, see the Black Lodge. Yes, I think I did see it. Okay, I think this one I You're have right. to cover. But you know what? we don't even know what it is. We made it to the end and we still... Yeah. It's like a nebulous concept. I'm going to give you this question. Maybe you didn't pay attention when Pewster was talking earlier. Okay. And uh, to maybe right. give you a give you an well, answer please, there. Well, it's one to four. So. Well, uh, question number fat, six. Yeah. Throw me an easy one. <laughs> Why is Audrey working at One-Eyed Jacks? Right. A, for kicks. B, to impress Cooper. C, to blackmail her father. Or D, investigating Laura's death. D, final answer. And it is the correct answer. Good now, job. the better question is, what does she think she's going to learn from that place? There is, she's following a very specific path that Laura also was on. Laura had... Uh, Laura was a prostitute at One Eye Jacks. Gotcha. That's the simple answer. And... Audrey's father knew about that. Yes, and... So the dude at the end that was like, let's go test out the new merchandise, that was her dad? Yeah, and that's how it ends. Oh God. And Audrey didn't know that it was her father. She didn't know. Because no names. Yeah, and then she sees him in the... Sorry, it was like midnight last night, and I swear to God, I'm not even kidding. It took me 12 hours to get through (laughs) this stuff. And, of course, I did things in between that, but, like... Well, I know that you love incest-based plot lines. Uh, yeah. I didn't get that at all. It's a great scene. I didn't get that at all. Okay. Two to four. Two Oops. to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, question number seven. Piers Ray. Yo, yo, yo. What object of Cooper's does the giant take from him during one of his dreams? There's a giant now, too? There's a giant. Oh, my God. There's a giant, there's the man from another place, and then there's Mike. And there's one armed Mike. Yeah, those are the three and spiritual entities. And Bob. And those Bob. are the four. Killer Bob. There's four. Don't forget about Killer Bob. That's actually it, I think. Okay, good enough. This is worse good than enough. Smoke Monster. I believe he took his ring. You are correct. Check. I'll take that <laughs> check. I'll take that pie. Oh, God. I hope we end up with, like... No, you're doing good. Congratulations. Next Thanks. time. All right, what's my next question? Uh, question number seven. What is not one of the things Laura did while alive? <laughs> a. <laughs> what is the phrasing of that? What if what is not one of the <laughs> she didn't have sex with a dog. So what didn't Laura do when she was of alive? Of these four. Yes, yes uh, implied. Yes. Because it's... Got it. Go ahead. Oh my God. A. <laughs> she worked at Horn's department store. She B. Volunteered for Meals on Wheels. C. She was a tutor... Or D, she was uh, ballet dancing. 
She was a ballet dancer? <laughs> a ballet dancing. She was ballet. a ballet dancing. Ballet. Um, Horn's department store. They own a department store? Yes, they that is a, a thing. They own a lot of stuff. They own town. half the town. Yeah, but a department store in a town of 50,000... Well, I guess 50,000 is a lot. A department store can be small, too. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that she didn't... Ooh. Meals on Wheels... What were the last ones again? Meals on Wheels, Tudor, Ballet Dancing. I'm going to say Ballet Dancing. You are correct! Yes! Nice. Uh, Meals on Wheels is what led her to Harold Smith. I don't remember who that is. Harold That's Smith. okay. You have no idea because he yeah, you'd never met him. doesn't pop up yet. I was like, did so we discuss that already? It's, like, it was a question it. for him just earlier with the other secret oh, diary. Oh, got you. Yes. And okay. he doesn't leave he his doesn't house. doesn't leave his house. Now I remember. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. Is that the end of the quiz? That makes sense. No, it is not. Okay. There's a couple, there's a, 10 questions. All right, let's get through them. Uh, question number eight. In episode seven, we learned that Lucy is pregnant. The father is either Andy or a fashion obsessed egomaniac. Name him. Oh, I hate this guy. I hate this guy. P.K. Subban. He's amazing. He's a great, yeah, he's great on the show. Uh, it's joke. Dick. His name is Dick something. Dick Whitman. I'm going to need the last name. I know. Dick Whitman. I'm going to say Dick Whitley. It's, uh... I like the way that sounded. Dick Whitman is, um... Richard Tremaine. Richard Tremaine. Uh, or Dick Tremaine. Dick Tremaine. Okay, didn't get it. You will not What's get this one. Question? Dick Whitman is Mad Men. It's Don Draper's real name. Uh Oh, Uh, yes. Uh, Question number eight. Where is the Black Lodge? A, in the woods surrounding Twin Peaks. B, another world. C, it doesn't actually exist. Or D, it's the Double R Diner. So the Double R Diner is where all the waitresses live. Yeah, where Bobby lives. <laughs> not live. You know what I mean. Yes. Where Bobby was not going to football practice. Yeah. The Black Lodge is. Uh, I think it is uh, the second one. Another world. Yes. Correct. Yes. We discussed this also I'm earlier. I'm catching up. Originally, in the but original, could be in uh, another world and also not really exist. Exactly. In the original scripts, the uh, Great Northern was supposed to like exist on top of. Like, the Black Lodge was, like, a parallel world version right. of it. And yeah. Black Lodge yeah. as well. It was very strange. But that never happened. Definitely. Probably for the best. All right. Okay. Question number nine. It's five to four. Five to four. Right. Oh, really? Damn, I gotta focus up. Uh, in episode four, titled The One-Armed Man, a meeting occurs between two men at night by the river. Drugs and deals are discussed. Name these two characters. Oh, two men by the river. Um, hmm... Hmm. I will say. Let's see, it's Jacques Renault and his brother, something Renault. I'm gonna say that it was. I think his um, name was Bernard. Okay. That sounds French. I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know what? For, forget Bernard. I'm gonna go with Leo, and Benjamin Horn. I'm so glad you changed your answer because that is the correct. Correct answer. Good job, buddy. Yeah. You did it. Thanks, friends. Yes, so it was. Benjamin this was Horn is like a bad dude. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Because he's, he's got his pretty hands and everything. And this was a reveal a that he was bag. dealing with Leo, and this is the scene where he hires Leo to burn down the mill. That's right. It is him who is also sleeping with Catherine in order to get control. Is that the one Catherine's on the phone with at the end when she's like. He's with that girl. I think it is See, that's Ben Horn. Catherine, blah, blah, can blah. I talk about what Catherine's thing is with... Yes. Catherine's running a scam to drive the mill out of business with Ben Horn, who then hires Leo to burn it, 
and then hires Hank to kill Leo. He's yeah. like, ugh, he is everywhere. Yeah, and all because she didn't get it in the will. Something like that, yeah. 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 Basically. Well, there's, yes. So, uh, yeah, we're question number nine for Hannah. Uh, when Cooper and Truman are going down to the morgue and are followed by Dr. Jacoby, there is a man we see briefly. What significance does he play? A, none. <laughs> B, he identifies Laura's killer. C, he's the one that shoots Cooper. Or D, he is Bob. He's Killer Bob, and he's also a crewman. Damn it, no! He is not Bob. Oh, who was he? He was the one-armed man who oh. identifies Bob. Killer Bob's he's not like, the killer. No, he is. He's the person who possesses. But he's not a person. Well, no, he's but he's. The, but he's the reason the person. He's the reason the killer kills Laura. And the killer is overtaken by Bob and has no awareness of this. Right. So Bob is the one who is doing all the evil. So really, Bobby or James still could be the killer. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For like everybody sakes. could be. That's the oh, thing. It's all wide open. That's the thing. It's like none of these oh, people are sakes. aware, and they this really is like, managed it broke to keep it juggled okay. in the my air. fucking I'm heart. Sorry. It forgot. broke my heart. I forgot that you already told me that. <laughs> uh, I don't deserve the pie. It's fine. We've been at this a while. I feel like yeah. we're all getting pretty slap happy. Yeah, pretty we're, punched we have, we're, I, like we're on the last question. Last question. Last question. Let's hear it. Yeah. What does Emmer Batis Batis? He works. He is the man. Horns Department Store. The way they get prostitutes down to One Eye Jacks is that they hire these girls. He chooses the ones that he thinks are qualifiable for working up there. And they work at the perfume counter. Okay. And when he thinks they're ready, he gives them something that sends them up there. Audrey, well, he knows that Audrey is Ben Horn's daughter. She, like, manipulates her way and steals this item, goes directly to One Eye Jacks, and that's how she gets in because she has... Whatever that item is, which is the question, okay. what that is. Is One-Eyed Jacks like the, the, casino. the Black Lodge? It's also in another... No. Nope. But you need a weird thing to get there what, by magic? What? One can eye, I, no. Let me, let me take a Sorry. stab at this, yes, Saskia. Please go what ahead. Saskia is saying <laughs> like is how you translate There's no magic with me. this one at all. Benjamin Horn recruits girls for his brothel, One-Eyed Jacks, that part, okay, yeah. from his perfume counter, the manager of the perfume counter, to get the girls... Like, so the girls can show up there and be like, I was sent here. I'm not just like an, an agent. Oh. He gives them a little totem. But why do they want to go from selling perfume in a department store to being a whore Money, in money, money, money. Money. Why does well, any, no, they why work do, why none, of, none of them were like, no, and I'm telling the cops that you're a creepo. No, I think that's the thing. But Ronald Klauski was one of them, as well as Laura. Yeah, I'm and, saying well, that no, he, I think he grooms these people. Yes, like it's like he any does. other pimp, right? Does something awful happen to him eventually? No, he's my favorite. Okay. Well, sort of. The man, but not really. No, no, she's asking about the. Ma- are you asking about the manager? No, or ben, ben Horn. Horn. Ben Horn. Uh, he yeah. He's a. He slim. goes through the ringer. He's, he does. He goes and through he, the ringer. He's my favorite. What he's my second him favorite him and character. Andre, something gets in the way, right? They don't see each other. He does fuck his own daughter. Yes. No, no. way. <laughs> That's not no. a donut question, so you can tell okay. me. Uh, sorry. Okay. Sorry. So the question to me is, what does the what manager does give Thank to girls? It's selected. a small toy elephant. No, it's a hard-boiled egg. It's a glass unicorn. I like hard-boiled egg. I'm going to take hard-boiled egg. That's the right answer. Neither is. Okay. Well, too bad. No elephant unicorn. Ah, it's a glass unicorn. Okay. Is that it? No. What well, your last question? <laughs> okay. Hold we on. can't tie it up anymore, but we're damn close. Yeah, I can't win. The pie is yours. Ten. Let me answer the question. Anyways. Major Briggs, 
one of the greatest people we haven't talked about. Again, you're asking me questions about people that don't exist. Okay? He, he's Bobby's father. Okay. The one with the uniform. Yes. We saw he's him. Bald. Yeah. He's, he's bald. That's the most. Yes, he that's is. the biggest identifying character. He's the very noble. Bobby's dad. Got uh, Major Briggs is in tweaks for a specific reason. This reason is He's a, in tweaks? Twin Peaks. Yeah, tweaks. Twin, that's what they call that's it? What we, that's what we're calling it now. Legit. You're listening to the tweaks. Did Sorry, I say Sasuke. that? Uh, did I say that? You did. I, I like it a lot. I like it. I think we should I didn't use even, it. I didn't even mean to do that. Welcome anyway, to A, okay. he was relocated after a suspension. B, he's there to kill Bob. He's C, there to investigate the paranormal in the area. Or D, to have an easy life after retirement. C, final answer. You are correct. Yes! All right. I almost beat you Great at your own game. Quiz. Amazing job, Seth. Thank yeah. you. Great quiz. Open the pie. Let's see what kind Let's of see. pie it is. Hold on while I check this out. Okay. It is a cherry pie. Sour cherry. Sour oh, cherry. I bet it's. I bet FBI's it's damn fine. Favorite. There was a. There was no choice going into this. I was afraid they wouldn't have cherry pie, but I. If they didn't, I would have had to make another. I choice. I was gonna say we'd have to like make a pie. Yeah, basically. that's how desperate that. It's gotta gotten. be cherry. It wouldn't have tasted good. <laughs> well, you probably get it making pie. Guys, making pies hard. This has it been a, hard. an incredible episode. I'm so glad we've got a chance to talk about Twin Peaks. I want to just quickly, Hannah, final thoughts. <laughs> I think I've given all my thoughts. All the thoughts. All this the is thoughts a long have one. been given. I I am old enough to not think it's cool to just crap on things that people really care about. Cool. And I know we're going to be in the reverse situation so many times where it's going to be something that matters so much to me that you guys are going to really not understand or enjoy. We're lucky it hasn't happened yet. There yeah. are so many parts of this that I liked. Well, that's good. And that's what so, I'm clinging to here is that you like some elements. It's 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 the lynchianness of it. It's just, not for everybody, <laughs> that's for like sure. It was the 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 JJ of it with Lost. Yep. Like it's just this it's, if you don't like the voice, there's yeah, there's no way yeah. you'd ever. And I, I don't come I, like to a it. lot of the times you guys have come in and been like, well, the finale sort of got me because the the pilot wasn't as good. And pilots are always a problem. And this finale was too. I should have. It should have been a two parter where I mm-hmm. saw the first half because I got too thrown into the a lot middle of, it of everything. Picks up, yeah, right after. And I, there's so much going on here, so much. Like I have 13 pages of notes. Oh my goodness. I've never taken that many notes. <laughs> That tells you a lot. And again, that's why it took me 12 hours to get through it because I had to keep pausing and writing down and I was getting characters mixed up and I was like, I really wanted to, with my questions, like get a conversation going with you guys of like stuff to talk about and, and I wanted to be like serious. But yeah, I, I, I don't like it and I'm not going to watch anymore. <laughs> no, there's... Fair enough. Thank you for putting in the effort. Saskia, what are your final thoughts? Fucking Twin Peaks forever. Twin Peaks forever. Can't wait. Would you get a 2017? Twin Peaks tattoo? Ah, uh, possibly. It's one of the few... <sighs> yeah, it's up there. Yeah, it's up there. It's up there. Uh, yeah, when I found out that Twin Peaks was coming back was like the greatest day I've had in the last two years. Oh, better than when we found out Deadwood is coming back? Yeah. Oh. oh. Or Veronica Mars and Gilmore Girls. No, well, like, she didn't care about Veronica Mars when Veronica Mars came back. And Twin Peaks trumps True. every everything. Twin, it, it, this is the thing that was the least likely to come back. Yeah, like very, very highly unlikely. Twenty five yeah. years later, 
That's definitely. And especially for he, David Lynch for like years said, never will I return to the world of Twin Peaks. Just goes to show you guys, never say never. never. Well, I'd like to highly recommend all of the shows that like spoof this show. Like I said, Psych, <laughs> Simpsons has done a couple great parodies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I bet you if you like Googled top 10 Twin Peaks episodes of like other shows, you'd come up with so many because totally. people and there's... love to pay homage to this. There's some good video games based on it. For my final thoughts, I'm just going to say, don't wait. Go out, watch it, see for yourself. If you are hypnotized by the pilot, you're probably going to love the whole show. If, like Hannah, you find the pilot just off-putting. If the sting uh, plays every time and you want to stab the TV, eh, you may not be a Twin Peaks fan. No, and I, there's, I don't think any point. But no one's going to argue that it's, it's <laughs> probably one of the most important shows. Uh, certainly... Probably of all time. Yeah. But at least of the last 30 years. I definitely agree. It's like a turning point for some stuff. So if you're into TV, if you want to write TV, you got to at least give it a shot. You have to know it. Absolutely. You and that's another it. reason, not just because you guys really love it, but because it's a highly referenced show. And if you're going to be in writer's rooms and they say like, okay, we wanted to have like a twins or like a twin peaks, feel. a Bobby vibe in twin peaks. Totally. Right. Like you have to know what that means. Yeah. And that goes for a lot. I think Veronica Mars is another one. That's like, it's a touchstone reference. Gilmore girls. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if we want the dialogue to be super like, like Lori, Lorelai and Rory, like you would know, you need to know what that means. So that's why I tried to get through it, but I just couldn't do you it. You put in a noble effort, Hannah. I we thank so you. Hard, guys. All right, um, let's pick another show. Yes. I am so praying it's going to be like team, teen, teen drama. I wouldn't mind if it was Buffy. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would be down for Buffy. Your number is 1,981. Do we have a hint this time? No. All right, okay. Fine. That backfired on me so badly <laughs> last time. I'm going to let you guys decide. I'm going to go with 175. Okay. 906. Okay. Well, that is far apart. Well, well, Hannah. I like it. Browsing on through there. 906 is a show called Vegas. Vegas. Okay. Just uh, Vegas, not Las Vegas? No, just Vegas. Just Vegas. Action crime drama mystery from 2012. I think that might actually be about the creation of Vegas. Maybe. I think think it's a period I think it's it's not the um, James Caan one, right? Is that Las Vegas, the one that James Caan was in? Um, Let me just uh, Uh, look it up here. It is a fucking Dennis Quaid, I veto. The cast is Dennis Quaid, veto. Okay, well, you better hope 175 is something good. Yeah, let's see what we got, because you don't like Dennis Quaid? Oh my, like, number one of most hated actors of... Really? Oh, oh. Wow. Just his face. Out of all the... Wow. 175 is Bionic Woman, NBC, action sci-fi thriller. I've heard of this. 2007. I vote Bionic Woman. Me too. I don't think it... See how many episodes they did first. I don't know how far it made it into the what first was it season. Bionic Woman. Bionic. Bionic Woman. God damn it. God damn it. I'm not ready. For Bionic Woman? No, for Dennis Quaid. <laughs> <laughs> it might have to be. It might oh, have to be. Oh, it says season three here. Oh, there we go. Great. Bionic how Woman Series it is. 2007 to... But it may have not even done anything. Oh, is this the 2007 one? Yep. There's mm-hmm. also, it's a reimagining of the popular 1970s TV series. Right, so okay. like we got another Battlestar Galactica on our hands. Very mm-hmm. cool. Oh, and has Miguel Ferrer, who we saw we in just, this, or we didn't see him, we didn't but see he's him, on this but show. We know he was in Twin Peaks. 
Okay, thanks so, for... Does it say it's got more than three episodes? It's nine episodes. There we go. Perfect. Done. Bionic Woman, here we come. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yes. If you want to check us out, we're on social media at TV Donuts. Uh... At TV Donut Show, I mean. Yes, and we got to take a picture uh, of the pie. Will do. And if you want to send us your thoughts or emails, check out our Facebook page, I guess. Yes, thank you for listening. Thank Talk you. To you later. I'm sorry, it's a long one. Twin okay. Peaks. Bye. Bye. Bye.